Well, finally, after like seven years of not seeing each other, we're doing a real podcast after yes. your insanely busy day, which I can't believe you even took the time to come, which is so good because like there's there's like you can't get mad at anybody. And like you've been a PA before, so you get it that like there's times where there's free projects and there's paid projects. And yeah, when your course. buddies are helping you with like free projects, it's like. You know, you can't get mad no. <laughs> when they're like, hey, I got busy or something. But like, you know, you were helping your well, your cousin move today. Yeah, it's actually my friend. It's not even family. That's <laughs> Yeah. And what did you go from Santa Monica uh, to Tustin? To started, Tustin? Yeah, started in Santa Monica, uh, then ended up uh, Thousand Oaks uh, and then Tustin, which I, I don't even I didn't know there was a, like a city. I was like, what is Tustin? I just went to Diamond Store from right? Robbins Brothers. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Um, are we allowed to curse on this show? Hell yeah. Okay, guys, I was gonna say it's gonna go, short, it'd be a short evening. If go I can. right ahead. Um, uh, yeah, and then I made it uh, down back to the Thousand Oaks on the, the U-Haul, and then they had to drive me all the way back to Tustin, get in my car, come Jeez. down to see my boy Mike, do this podcast, man. Everything you do is is gold. So I was like, all right, if I get in on this, hey man, if I could be there at the beginning, I can be like, I knew that guy before he made it up. Well, top, I'm just man. I'm just glad exactly that you took the time to to come after all that because you know there and, and, and with all practical purposes you could have been like hey man it's been a tough day and you know cuz I don't like to do that to people but it has happened like some people ask to come on they're like hey I can't do it all of a sudden or I don't want to right. cuz I'm this or that and then like you know you can't get mad nah. at them but like this is if you make a commitment you follow through with it. Yeah. That's that's kind of how I was. I I, I wasn't no nah, man. I mean especially with the long days of PAing like this is like there's days where you're doing 18 hours. Like you have to get that second win. As soon as I got in the car and I started playing music, and I'm like, all right, cool. Let me let me wake up a little bit. It's like you get a second win, man. You're good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what those like long days are like. And dude, oh. more than me, like I've actually, you know, I do all the you know kind of film production stuff on my own, and I've done some like, you know, what I did actually since you're in Santa Monica, that Riot Games studio, right on Olympics. So yeah. I was doing behind the scenes photography for them for like two weeks. Okay, but okay. I hated it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, here it was actually a really funny story. So, uh, the, my own business partner and I, uh, when we attempted to open our center in Santa Monica, which long story short, it's just. I remember you sending me the address because it was right next to, wasn't it, it near was the right? Across the street. Because I used to work at Fandango, which is that building uh, right across from right. They uh, own that whole, it used to be like a Cadillac dealership. They own the whole block now. Across oh, the wow. way was like a David Barton gym and like Fandango. And that's where I was at. Uh, so when you sent me that address, I was like, wait, he's down the street? Yeah. I was exactly. like, I need to like go check it out. But then I didn't. We were, you didn't miss much. There was <laughs> this much business, zero. <laughs> and because well, it's just impossible for us to penetrate penetrate the market because you know i didn't realize how good i had it here in santa clarita with all the word of mouth and living here my whole life i'm like oh it's just going to be the same thing down there i'll just it'll be like nothing and right. it was it, it didn't happen but anyway so i was a buddy of mine was like hey you know we need some you know uh contractor uh like behind the scenes photographers and i know you're great if you want to come and do it and i'm like sure i know nothing about video games <laughs> computer games i don't like them at all but it was just the work so i was like sure and never have i felt more like judged in my life it was unbelievable and like i'm not the type of person that walks in thinking like i'm like because of this and that i'm the best like i was right, just right. hey what do you want me to do and i'll do it i wasn't trying to like step on any people and and be cool and artistic it's just right, like right. i'm here to do whatever you guys want what do you want right and and it's like it's riot games these are people who are the biggest geeks in the world now just i don't know if you've ever been there or you know anything about you know anything about that world and yeah, e I, I know a little bit about it just because um being connected 
right there the lcs arena is League right next Champions to it. Series. And yeah yeah i'm sorry it's not the staples this is actually an arena for people to play video games uh it was uh, it was connected to where we had to eat our food trucks uh-huh. for lunch so yeah. i would always hear these guys while they're getting their philly cheesesteaks and stuff and talking yeah. about you know world of warcraft and if you don't put yeah. enough exp you know i'm like what are you saying, man? I don't, I don't understand. But also, the thing is, is, if you are new and you're trying to learn, they also give you shit. Yes, so it's exactly. like, hold on a second. Either I had to have known this since like birth, or, or but now I'm the loser because I don't know how to play witches and dragons. Like, this, this shit doesn't okay, make any sense you're to the me. only person who ever explained it to me that way because it's exactly how I felt. Like again. Look, I'm not trying to step on them and make them feel any certain way. I was just there to perform a job. And and they made me feel so, like, less than and judged. And I'm like, okay, guys, you're the ones who are computer geeks here, okay? Yeah. And I'm not and – and, and which is and that's fine. That's not a bad thing. Which is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But don't judge me like no, I'm wrong. not – like I'm, I'm less than you. Yeah. And just to give an idea of, like, how this place was, um, they had warm-up rooms for the contestants. Guys, I'm not kidding. This is this is this like is American not like Idol. NBA <laughs> or you know NFL or anything. These are people with kind of warm up their fingers. Like are you... I'm not kidding. Warm and then like my the boss. I hate saying that. My boss was telling me like and uh, like you know and when you're you're going behind the scenes in the warm up rooms like and they might be talking about strategy like don't divulge their strategy to the other team just in case. And they were like taking this shit really seriously and make sure you capture the win when I they're there. Know. The groupies these guys I had. I know. The group, I mean, like, like really hot chicks would come screaming in the studio audience with their signs mm-hmm. and with the picture of their favorite team player, like freaking out for them. And okay. I'm not talking like kind of cute. I mean, like nines like, and tens. Yeah, like people you would expect to see at the, the at real sports. Exactly. You know what I mean? And I'm like, uh, if you've ever taken it, like, and the crazy thing is, is the reason why I feel like they are this way is because their whole life has been. A sp- oh yeah, a specific way, oh, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. now that they found their world and you're uh-huh. in it, of oh, absolutely, it's, it's like when you've been bullied and you now have a little bit of authority. Hundred, like, you know what I mean? You're just mm-hmm. you know. that's a really good way to put it because I, I I totally agree, and and especially people who are computer geeks. Sorry, that's what they are. <laughs> We're gonna use the word. That's yeah. just that's just what it yeah. is. You know what I mean? Like these are people who are almost 10 out of 10 picked on when they were kids and, and and they were shorter or they weren't as strong or they weren't as athletic and people picked on them. And so now that they finally found prowess in a certain domain that they're not only good at, but when you're playing at these like esports levels, these are it's like rock stars. They're, they're the equivalent of rock stars. Like, like nin, there's a dude named Ninja. Is it Ninja? Ninja, Ninja. Or something like that. He's, he just signed yeah. a, it was like a hundred, a hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, um, um, like, NFL, NBA athletes like invest in these esports and stuff. And, like it's 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 it's, ex- a, it's, it's ex- and and that was just this one studio audience place I was at. When they actually do like the world championships, they 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 fill up like massive Japan, it's, massive it's, arenas. Like like the Quidditch World Cup in Harry Potter mm-hmm. is what it looks like. <laughs> With the light shows, it's unbelievable in the documentaries. But it was so funny because um, no, like you were saying, yeah, they were picked on. So now that they finally not only have a domain, but they are like. The big pimp in that domain like and then you come in this is the time for them to exert their power and it's like in a way i understand where it's coming from because i'm the kind of person that they think would pick on them oh this guy's coming in he's like tall he's this night he's a photographer exactly. he thinks he's cool exactly. and it's like i wasn't gonna do god forbid i walk in there god damn it they're gonna be like look at this unfinished coloring book over here let's just <laughs> let's just give him shit he probably looks like the guy I used to make fun of i'm like actually i was one of you eggs and, and, and so I was, was i exactly so shut the fuck up 
<laughs> that's that was just a sad part about it and 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 they made me feel like look i'm not mr like world-class artist but like you know i, I you know I, I i work in my craft and i think i'm pretty good at photography and never have i felt more judged on my work than when i was with them right. like i was they were basically telling me your shit sucks right and you're just like wait a I'm like, how bad could it be, guys? I'm just taking behind the scenes to pictures. You? Yeah, and um, and part of that was, was I passionate about it? No, so I'm sure that reflected in my work a bit. And um, but so I would like, you know, fill up my memory card, give it to the tech guy, and he would upload the pictures, and he'd be like, oh, "Can I talk to you for a sec?" I'm like, "Did you just give me a can I talk to you for a sec?" Yeah, right. Like, are you okay? Um, he's like, and he wasn't even looking at me directly. He was kind of side eyeing me, like, "Yeah, when you edit, when you take these pictures, uh, make sure." You're on like auto white balance and, um, you know, maybe like, like, I don't know how to explain it, but see this guy's pictures kind of doing more like him. You know <laughs> what I mean? And it was just aloof, condescending and mm -hmm. just, I was doing everything wrong. And then at the end of one of the work days, she, um, the lady who was like, I guess my boss, she's like, uh, can, can, let's go into this office. Can I talk to you for a minute? And I'm like, you're kidding me, right? <laughs> like I've, it's really coming out. And, 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 and none of them knew that. I own my own tutoring business and I have an office across the street, <laughs> yeah. like my own office across the street. And, and they're thinking this is some like freelance photographer that's like in. just sucks you who thinks he's good. Yeah. Right. And, and I never told them any of that because it wasn't about that, but it was just interesting how that dynamic happened because, oh, they got bars in there. They got uh, oh, arcade games. It, it is an entire city in there. And now that they bought up the rest of the block. It, I, I didn't even know they, that. They, it's like a, almost like a Google like a, it's they're turning into like a, almost a university campus. It's ridiculous. And especially in this day and age, like it's not like their world is changing much because they're basically stuck inside all day anyway. It's 100%. not like No, their world has just expanded. It's probably even gotten better. Yeah. And what was 100%. what was interesting was um oh, what was I going to say about this? Um so I was a contracted employee right. and um because to be an employee of the company, you have to be like a certain rank in the game, actually. No, that okay. So I, you're 100 correct because one of the guys who got fired from Riot ended up being a manager at Fandango. So mm. he would wear his Riot sweater, uh -huh. his little Riot logo, and you have to be at a certain level in the game. You have to have played for a certain amount of time. You act. You have to have obviously, given that you have to be a certain rank, you have to have played or have an account. Mm -hmm. It's it, again. It, it it works for what they're looking for, but if hundred percent, but but if, it does. But like it, outside of that, that wouldn't work anywhere else. It's it's but too it almost would, discriminatory. Be, yeah, you could say. it would it would it would be just like hold on. A, like if if you were <clears throat> if you had to like work at Best Buy and they're like, yo, yeah. how many TVs have you bought in the last year? Exactly. Like, okay. Well, what is it about that really? Yeah. Is it or like do I just need to sell this shit? Like, mm -hmm. So you can't really have prerequisites for a job that. I mean, you can, you absolutely can, but like, why is that? Mm -hmm. Is that the new norm? I think you got. I got to be like sixty XP on Call of Duty, and I don't no longer need a master's degree. To me, it's almost like when you go to Apple stores. First of all, I love Apple at everything. Like, I I've probably sold people, and if Apple's listening to this, I have. I want some money without any intention of commission. Have sold so many people <laughs> iPad Pros since I started using them for tutoring. It's the best device ever. I can't believe every college student doesn't have one. Anyway. As much it, as I love, really, is it really? Is it really I, I don't. Apple I know iPad Pros are. Un, I'll do it right now. I'll yeah, do the pitch do, right now. Do a quick for you. Just do a quick one. It's completely replaced everything in my business. I run ninety percent of my business on that yeah, iPad right. Pro because for me, you know, with all the tutoring I do, it's um, infinite paper. I don't have to carry notebooks around. I don't need staplers. I don't need pens. I don't need pencils. I don't need rulers. I don't need highlighters. 
Um, it's true. It's and you email everything, and you don't, and it has all these features on the apps I use for note-taking to make like straight lines and circles, and I can open multiple windows up and have a graphing calculator on one right. side and a paper on another side, take a screenshot of it, screen record a solution for a student. And you need the pro for this versus the Not regular. Even. Okay. Not even. You can get a regular iPad, but and it's not going to be by. as fast. It's not going to be as big. And since I do this all day every day, I, I love right. the screen real estate. Right, right. And um, sure. it's so thin. I don't have to carry my big brief, briefcase with me everywhere with my um, – um, oh, the dogs, whatever. I know. Um, okay. my big, my big briefcase, the chargers, the just, just all the calculators and everything. Like, oh, like I can't remember the last time I realized I thought, oh shit, I need to bring my briefcase. I just bring my iPad with me everywhere, right. and then you flip out the keyboard, and suddenly it's basically oh, a laptop. A computer. Yep. It's 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 the it's best the thing ever, and I do all my scheduling and a pointing on it, and if I need to surf the web, just. Fairly. And if I'm if I'm on the run, somebody calls me last second for a tutoring session. I'm like, listen, I can only see this online. It's got to be on Zoom, and I could just hotspot my phone and just. It's fair enough, yeah. And share my screen and my and my car, and it's 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 the best tool ever. But anyway, what I was getting at That's was like the similarity with Riot Games is, as much as I love Apple, every time you walk into an Apple store and they start talking to you, it feels a little culty. Yeah. And it's, you know what? Who else does it too? Is Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's feels a little culty to me. Which would be the equivalent, also, uh, Sprouts. Really? They like go that? To Sprouts, I've been there like once or twice, not yeah. enough to recall. Whole Foods is different because everyone's just looking at how you're not as good as them. Yeah, like, I definitely feel if, that. Like, I, feel I that. live in Santa Monica, so I live in Santa Monica, oh, so which I'm not saying anything like that's cool. No, but it's I'm the West using side. this in context as to say, you got all the in Santa Clarita, I'm like a, a, a seven. In, in, mm-hmm. in, 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 in a Whole Foods in Santa Monica, I'm a negative four. It's like, like you negative, ever want to feel bad about yourself, go to a Whole Foods and just look at people. And look at them. Look and at you. Just, <laughs> and you're just like looking. It's it's like everyone there is a model. Everyone there is like uh-huh. on Instagram. Everyone's there just healthy a and producer. Fit. An no actress. one's no one above the age of fifty is allowed in the store. It's like what the fuck's happening? No. How is this possible? I like, never thought of that, but I'm sure that's if totally you true. really. I mean, even if you go to the Whole Foods in fucking Valencia, like take a yeah. look around. It's the people are just yeah. different than if you go to other. It's have you ever heard of Irwan? No. Okay. So. Oh no, I think I have. Okay, so take. Um, the douchiness of Starbucks, right? <laughs> Sorry if you like it, whatever. Um, Starbucks, and then and then and then com- combined it with um, actually, that might not work. Never mind. Um, but essentially, what was it? What's the name of the place? I just Erwan. Erwan. Okay, so yeah, essentially, if you take Starbucks and Whole Foods, so Erwan is like everyone in the Whole Foods now take the top ten percent. Holy shit! It's it's like isn't this like that super exclusive like Whole Foods place ish? You can't like I don't I don't have to do a credit check before you walk right, in. I right. haven't been allowed in, so maybe I like I I don't I haven't actually tried, but it it's right across from the Whole Foods, so it's like oh. it's like the yeah. it's I don't I don't know how there's not an explosion of douche constantly, but it's it's just it's a whole nother level of like I'm sure it's something like that type of membership. What and... is happening? Yeah, like it's like the same people that are at Irwan are at Equinox. Oh yeah, you're just like now. Uh. If if not that I couldn't afford something like Equinox, but I couldn't justifiably afford something like that. Like I I did recently, you know? but not because I bought it. I don't have a membership to. Uh, clearly, I'm small. Um, I I um, Equinox. The reason why I found out it can be worth it, the facilities. Oh, the facilities are great. Yeah, you get unlimited individual personal classes. Oh wow, 
A fitness class is what, 40 bucks, 50 bucks, something like that, 20 maybe? Yeah. So if you go three or four times a week, it's worth it. Yeah. You also get, and this could sound stupid, but you get a protein shake or <laughs> at the juice bar. Every time you're done, you just go and they make one for you. Oh, so that is really good, actually. What is it, like 150 bucks a month? It's 200 for the Santa Monica one and 170 for the one in so that's not they, terrible. they change depending on the city. Dude, that's a night of just drinking. It's a night of drinking, seriously. It's just one. Just one night. One. Yeah. And yeah. if the girl's really hot, it might yeah. just be the first part of the date. Exactly. Like the second. Like keep drinking. I get handsomer, I promise. <laughs> but yeah, I think I heard something about Miley Cyrus was at that store or something like that in Calabasas or one of them. Or, oh my god. Like But I, but what I'm saying is like the just the culture of these places is mm -hmm. so unique. And I can understand why a place like Riot Games would want that for company culture to be congruent and strong yeah. and tightly knit. That's very understandable. But it definitely feels a little strange when you're there. Like it, there's always that moment in the Apple Store where they're like, "Hold a second, I'll be right back." And it's like they go to the back room where nobody yeah. can see. It's like, yeah. "What goes on in that what back happened? room?" Like, and how big is it? And like, they're like, "Let me ask somebody." Okay, so it turns out we can't do this. It's like, did you just have like a like is there a, a, a seance or something? And like we, you, the spirits talk to you. And it's no, there's <laughs> always that like, board of, of like I, Apple. I even Googled like, is there is it? Haven't you noticed that there's like a bit of a culty vibe at, at Trader Joe's and there wasn't a lot of literature but there was something like about that. It. everybody Trader Joe's seems like they were like came from the circus everyone at <laughs> works at Trader Joe's seems way too happy to be working yeah you're like what are you it's the apple thing it's like What's something happening? feels a little insincere yeah. about this like what are you all getting like a shot in the ass before you guys go out or like what's happening or maybe it's just, just really happy? good screening of yeah. employees. or it's because you have great benefits so I, people you know at Trader what? Joe's, they probably get paid really well. People forget that about In and Out too. That In and Out employees get paid very. I think managers make like hundreds, some thousand. thousand yeah, my friend just did the In and Out University, which is a thing. Which yeah. is the management. It's not a joke. It's a serious thing. In and Out University to be a management, and I think she starts at like seventy-one thousand for the starts, for the yeah. manager. You're like that's yeah. like what? That's like a detective. Like what the mm -hmm. fuck? And, or an engineer, like and, on a low end. It's true, and and I think. Uh, um, and they should though. If you ever seen how hard they fucking work, they all work hard, and the service there is always good. Like you don't ever feel hard. like you're neglected there. The AC's never broken at all. My God, it's yeah, and like, their ice cream's never fucked up. Like McDonald's, they're like, mm -hmm. we don't have ice cream today. You're like, what? I just yeah, saw how do you, you guys eating it in the back. What are you talking about? <laughs> and, get McFlurry on your. Okay. Or if they get your order wrong, you never feel like they're annoyed to help you or like at all. And and that's why I think it translates to the employees. Like you just treat your employees, what kind of thing. Yeah, it's really weird. Like with my with my where I work, like where you're now, because you said you were PAing before. And what do you yeah, uh, so now I'm actually. This is ironic. Uh, I do accounting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm an, uh, I don't have the That's degree great. in it, but um, CPA. So I, yeah, yeah. But um, I actually am about twelve hours away from it because you. It's either a degree or you can do 150 hours under the tutelage of of a CPA. Mm -hmm. So uh, we are a business management accounting firm. Mm -hmm. So we. Uh, you ever heard of a company called SAG-AFTRA? Oh, yeah. yeah. So we have like a lot of celebrities from them, like Tyrese and like oh, cool. people like that. Not really famous, but enough where you're like, you know, you know who they are. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, DeBaby, who's a yeah, pretty yeah. popular man. He actually looks like a grown the baby. baby. <laughs> yeah, like, and don't, if you're, you probably won't see this, but if you do, I still love you. Um, like, he's our, one of our clients. So um, we, we basically just handle their money and tell them what you can and can't afford. So, like, no, you should not buy this golden plane. But that's really important for and people like that because oddly, with weird question, wouldn't it sink? Like, I, like you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. how would it? It's okay. Um, so yeah, that's essentially what I do now. Um, I started as the front desk receptionist. I just dude, that's like, how I started. Um, yeah. That's how I actually because my a lot of people started. Yeah, like I I didn't do the four year. I just did the COC. So my 
everything I've gotten is based off of me, like person. Yeah. Like you gotta like. Yeah. So I will get yeah. in. I will start at the bottom, and then I will work my way up. So I, I did reception for about five months. Uh, they made me an accounting assistant, mm-hmm. and then I do my I'm not account manager, but it's like there's an account assistant and an account sure. manager, and it's right here. So like as soon as I have that CPA, I'll be able to have my own. Your own, you not, can not like your a, own consulting firm. It, yes, but I would firm, I would stay there. Sure, sure, sure. Know, conflict of interest yeah. and and plus, like when you're at a uh, under somebody else's like roof, it's it's just easier. Like, she pays for my insurance. She pays for everything. I, I like it's yeah. it's just way better for me to at least until I get more knowledge. Until, yeah, and then maybe one day where you're really really autonomous, like and you really know the ins and outs of it. Right. Absolutely, right? Yeah, like but um, I, I will stay happily under the wing until I I can fly. Um, but um, it's really important what you're saying about like telling celebrities and artists like what they can and can't afford because what people forget is you know it's is it's what what my CPA always told me with my business is like you know making money is one thing keeping it is another thing mm-hmm. and a lot of these people who get you know famous overnight which a lot of it is not as overnight as people would like to believe <laughs> no it's actually not a lot of like like post Malone a lot yeah. of people yeah. the story I was just came thinking out, about it. Like, it's a funny. lot of people have think. the story that he came out like oh he just put out his, of nowhere his put his song out put overnight out sunflower but it's and like yeah it's like no actually the reason why he got so many people to retweet the song white Iverson was because he was popular within that group of people so it's like you don't just I, I'm sorry you could put out a song but it doesn't mean anyone's gonna hear it like you can't Most unless you have someone anything. to put that out. So yeah, it does. You, you and let's not forget, he's very talented too. People think like, oh, he was actually a country singer. If you look up oh, Post really? Malone, he, he, his name is him. Austin Post. His first, the reason he got famous, his first ever video, he is wearing a. He looked like, like uh, you. You ever seen Borat when he goes to the rodeo? <laughs> yes, it's and he exa- sings the. He's wearing the exact same shirt, <laughs> and he's playing. Um, West Virginia by what's the guy's name? Oh no, you mean uh, uh Country Roads by uh but the um, one that he says West Virginia John like Denver. Times. Yeah, thank you. So yeah. he's singing that song amazingly and playing the guitar. That's mm. where he got. You know what I mean? So it's like he has raw talent, you know. And people think obviously they see the tats and the Hollywood thing behind him, and they think, oh, he's just another one of those fuckboys. And it's like he's not. He's really not. No. And yeah. a lot of people, I think, um, he just came up with his own wine. Oh really? That's smart. Like you have. Dude. And um, because it, it, it serves people's pathologies to say like, oh, they don't have any talent. Like I had this old client of mine and she was, oh, she doesn't see this. But <laughs> she was like, uh, like really just kind of going off on why music was so much better in the 70s than it is now. I'm like, I'm like, I get what you're saying. I totally see where you're coming from. But Live instruments, maybe, blah, blah, blah. But, and yeah, you couldn't do several takes and there was no auto-tune and the music videos were more organic and they weren't as fancy and they didn't have all the, um, just, and you don't have to show your ass all the time. But I'm like, <laughs> but, but maybe there's a creativity now that you don't see, right. you know? And maybe, is there all the organic instrumentation? No, but also a lot of people tend to forget that a lot of the music instruments in the background, a lot of these songs, are done by hired musicians that are extraordinarily talented. Yeah, well, that's the craziest thing about it is that because people want to downgrade it because, oh, well, you, you can now do that on app. But the fact that you had to learn an entire new concept mm-hmm. to change the way something sounds or mm-hmm. to change the way something is done mm-hmm. in and of itself is mm-hmm. its own art. So the, like, exactly. how the fuck are you going to tell me? That's creativity. Yeah, oh, I don't use live instruments. You're right. But I had to learn how to play the fucking guitar on the keyboard. So explain mm-hmm. to me how I'm an idiot. And that's, and exactly. It's just, it's just, 
different. Yeah. It's just different. And like one, all my friends always make fun of me because I love EDM and they're like, it's so basic. I'm like, fuck you. It is basic, but there's parts of it that aren't. And this is why like, and I will say this, not all EDM is created equally. <laughs> and, um, I have a lot of respect for Zed. He is insane. Zed. I've seen him live. Me too. Twice. He's, I thought he was 13 with the mustache. I was like, who the fuck no, is he's this little. tiny person? He's little. Because he comes yeah. out on stage, I was like, oh my God. Yeah, like, Psh, the lights, the fogs, and all of a sudden it's And then like, this tiny little Pellegrino bottle <laughs> just pops up out of nowhere. You're like, what the fuck? I was like, Selena Gomez little. is taller than you. That's probably why it didn't work out. Okay, got it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But um, yeah, I saw him at Excess. Oh, I, was, night I, swim? Was, I was right there. Dude, that's I was the right best. there next to him. And, um, that's before the water would kill you. Oh, by I, getting in it. Oh, I, I've never. I, I just went. To, I just went to Excess one night. I didn't okay. like do the pool or anything. So, but okay. but um, he's a classically trained pianist. He's a phenomenal pianist. If you didn't see him with all the EDM stuff and you saw him playing the piano, you would think he's just like a His concert pianist. Are insane. The way he can. Have you seen the thing where he does the? No, but I've seen him play stuff, and it's like this is not somebody who just you know dilly dallied with the piano or just got good at the piano by himself. This is somebody who's been classically formally trained from like the ground up, and he's very good at what he does. And he understands theory and chords and progressions right. and harmonies and everything. And now to take that into amalgamate that with EDM and make it work as good as he does is a is a different kind of creativity. 100%. And it's not that the temptations are better and it's not that right. little Richard was better. It's just they're different. Right. You can't combine the two. And actually I mean, you can it's apples and oranges. But the thing is is when you find an ability to mix the two worlds. Uh -huh. When oh, you have I'm found like Uptown Funk or different mm -hmm. songs where you can really, or there's actually, um, oh, it's one of the most popular EDM songs. It has a very huge saxophone, like, um, oh, I don't know. Oh, fuck, what is, the, I, I will find it after this. It's not like it would matter, but just to tell you yeah. personally. Um, and, and when you combined the ability of old school music with uh -huh. today's, you, uh -huh. you get a certain, you get something different. Euphoria that you wouldn't find or a certain feeling like, or, or, or sound that you, you wouldn't have been able to get without bringing, yeah. you know, music to where it is today. And also people who do want to shit on EDM, which I get, it's like laser music. It, it can totally. be fuckboy. It can totally be fuckboy. Absolutely. But here's the thing. If you've ever actually seen um, oh, yeah. an original, if you pull up, I don't know, what do they use? Fruity Loops or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you, if you, and you there's see There's so stacks. many layers of shit. It's, and you the listen to a song, the you mixing, hear little. The intros, the outros, little, the, yeah. That's like. And they reversed it or they reverbed it and they faded it in and faded it out and then did a pitch change and then and and there's you're right, there's a hundred of them. And it's, and then they'll be like, and then if I do this, it sounds way better. And you're like, I didn't hear a difference. It's like, have you tried to have three with voices on like doing a podcast? It's fucking confusing. So now you have a hundred layers and you gotta figure out exactly which one's and making how the they, noise you don't like. And how they were and, and how when you add this one, it sounds quieter, right. but then when you take it away, it sounds louder. Mm. But then when you mix it this way, it sounds totally different. And like, it doesn't behave as linearly as people think. And it does take, to me, it's it's no different than cooking. Yep. It's the same exact thing. And um, what was I going to say? Very good point. Um, um, you were saying, oh yeah. What you were saying about how when you mix the two together and it creates like a euphoria, to me, that's the essence of the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. It's like you get something different. It's not mm -hmm. just A plus B. It's this new thing. Mm -hmm. And and I think when you can do that, that's when you take things to a different level. And I think Zed has probably – I like a lot of other DJs for certain things, but as far as like – Mark Ronson does that a lot too. I haven't heard much of him. I mean, the EDM I like is – I like it all. 
it's just different flavors. You know, some days you're feeling right. cheeseburger, some days you're feeling sushi. They're just different. <laughs> and like cheeseburger is like to me, that's like dubstep, like right, right. big room, just right, right. Pump the bass. Yeah, and the, yeah, that's the Which one. Which is energetic where it's just, yeah. and it's it's awesome. I love like the power. Of the energy. that's one where you just assume two hundred people are in a basement, and that's just yeah. like oh, and that's the music you're playing. That's yeah. the best. And then sometimes I really like just. This is one of my favorite genres. It's very specific. It almost sounds like I'm like saying like a porn genre, but it's not. <laughs> it's 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 um iPad Pro HD porn. <laughs> it's um emotional female progressive vocal trance. That's like that sounds like you're trying to get sponsored by like the women's <laughs> right. Like, like yeah, just it's not, I know right. Like oh yeah, I'm, I'm all like pro the women's this rights. Or sort of, like you you just want Kamala Harris to give you a high five or something. <laughs> but <laughs> it's true. It's so like. No, if yeah. you could, if 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 Antarctic, do they have the same genre for male? Or is it I'd have specific? never looked. I don't. Yeah, I don't, like, don't want to know. I don't <laughs> want to know. Um, the way I can describe it is if if there was a princess of Antarctica, <laughs> the way you picture that voice would sound like is what these She's women sound like in these okay. in these like emotional vocal female okay. trance things. It just sounds so like something about trance is so like uh, um, has an elegance to it. It has a, if I were to attach colors to it, I would say it's like violet, blue, glistening, icy. It has that type of like fresh feel to it. So that's why I always picture like if there's an Arctic princess, it would that's sound like that. That's what it is, right? Frozen, but like different. Frozen, yeah, exactly. All right, so I have a question. Yeah. This, this might sound weird, but do you think there's a stigma between songs that have female singers versus male when it comes to playing that in your car? So like... And this is what I mean. Yeah. Like, if you're playing, um, me personally, I don't give a shit because you know how I am. I don't yeah. care. So I will happily blast Maria Cal uh, Mariah Carey's fantasy oh, as loud dude. as I can. J Lo, my Anything. favorite. But do you think there's a stigma between people or males that, like, I can't play this song in my car out loud? Oh, or sure. I can't do this? Or has it become now, I've noticed, like, I, I would never have the thought, but like in EDM now, people are less likely to think of that because of the background or the beat or the the sound of it so like i feel like if you were to just play britney spears's song maybe that's a little too on one mm -hmm. side but like uh just a female song that's singing and then you were to play it with edm is there like a different stigma to uh, that's not as it's not as girly you know what i mean because I you're, you're putting saying. you know what i mean because you're, you're putting because you're it, it, adding you're, a splash of fuckboy on it ex ex <laughs> literally exactly how i'm saying it like is it now okay for you to play this in your car because you know it's you know well no it's by zed though it's by zed or it's like or no no it's it's by you know uh, it's by diplo featuring you know sophia yeah blah, blah, blah. exactly but i don't listen to her alone but i would but never zed listen to that it? song yeah. by herself i think that just speaks. i know i took a long time to like to say that but that's what i was asking i i, I feel like there is Sure, and but I I think that just speaks more to male insecurity than anything else. Oh my god, else. I know that's all it is. I know, and like, and I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. I mean, it, I mean, I do get it, but right, I don't like, it does make sense. But there just comes a point to where, first of all, that stuff tends to fade exponentially after high school. <laughs> well, because yeah. if you notice, all the people that were up in high school are down. Um, not everyone, not everybody, but for but a lot of a lot tend to be in Canyon. Sorry, two thousand twenty, uh, two thousand ten class, y'all suck. Like, everyone I'm watching, uh, you guys who peaked? Well, a lot of my friends who, yeah, a lot of those people, um, they're either uh, married and I wouldn't say terribly happy. <laughs> <laughs> and, or um, some of them are, which is good right. for them. But, um, yeah, that whole peaking in high school thing, it's just like, um, it 
I don't want to say it does more harm than good because I don't think anybody's looking to do harm, but um, it's like if you think that's the pinnacle of life, you know, and maybe you have you had no reason to not think that. Maybe whether it was academic, a pinnacle, or is no. or like sports or something. But I think to what you're saying about like um, the whole is it like manly enough? Um, I think that's going to exist no matter what. That's just my maybe one microcosm of it, and. Um, yeah, and if they feel like bitches for listening to yeah, like girls, a, then then that's that's on them. Like it hit me because I was if driving. If that makes you feel day. like a bitch, then maybe you maybe are. You are a bit. Yeah, that's a hundred percent accurate. Because mm-hmm. I was driving, my friends like, "Yo, you listen to this?" I was like, "I, I was mean, like, yeah, well, yeah." It's uh, one, my car. Yeah. Two, like, who gives a shit? What different? Like, I don't understand how there could be a correlation between like the music you listen to and like you being considered it's just a male specific security, demographic. Like, like, and 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 to me, um. Come on, you that stuff matters less and less when you really do develop inner strength and confidence, whatever that means to you. And, like, you know, because I've done martial arts pretty much my whole life, yeah. and I'm not worried about getting my ass kicked anywhere. If I ever <laughs> had to do it and I would hold my own, it's fine, but I'm not outwardly aggressive. Right. But when it comes to these things, like, I'm not worried about somebody calling me a bitch because I listen to JLo, which I do. <laughs> exactly. And, Proudly. Thank you, Jenny and, on the block. And, um, because it's like, first of all, if like you're talking shit about me, then I'm not worried about you. Yeah. And second of all, like, does it really matter, dude? Like, I don't think that me listening to JLo really does nothing to emasculate if me. If anything, it would make you look worse after I kick your ass. Mm. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going to do it too. My heart will go on by Celine Dion. Right. Now that's just going to make you look worse. Yeah, I just don't think it's a big deal. And, you know, that has, it, it's, it, and that cold climate is changing these days with, um, Remember the whole Gillette thing with the toxic masculinity? Yeah, and I remember that. It's it's hard to have it's hard to 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 go one way with that because I can see where that's an issue, but it's also not an issue. And 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 I've noticed in you know because I do a lot of teaching that there are negative effects of promoting that because like one of the side effects is then you have young males growing up thinking that they're bad just because they're male and they need to do extra things to not make their toxic mask it's like yeah there's there's a balance to be had and i think yeah there's difference between males and females and any type of gender in between which and and i'm totally supportive of that like i had Mm -hmm. a student of mine tell me i'm trans great and like i would and i can't even say he or she i say they and it was like I acknowledged it, and it was great, and like we just kind of moved on. And I, and I treat them the same like everybody else, and like you know, maybe they feel that way, right? And you have to respect that. But to them, that was probably the, a really big thing to know that I can tell someone that and still be treated the same way is like a huge treated the same way, not indifferently. And yeah. and I mean that in both respects, as in not that I would treat them poorly because of that, but I'd also not going to give them any special treatment because of it. Because right. in my opinion, I don't think that's empowering at all. No, no. You got to give people a level playing field. Mm -hmm. And um, I also felt it was a little bit projecty because this student always like made a scene in class about everything. So I also kind of felt bad because maybe that speaks a lot to their home life of maybe they don't get a lot of attention or something. Um, So I acknowledged it, you know, know, because I thought it was important to them. And little kids have to feel like they're being listened to. And Mm -hmm. like I have this one student now because with all the Zoom stuff I'm doing and he just like blurts, 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 blurts. It's not because he's being rude. He's the one kid who doesn't have his mic on mute by default. So just word vomit the whole time. And then these one kids who raise their hands never get to 
speak yeah, because yeah. he talks over them. So I finally like shut him up one day and I uh-huh. said, here, no, let him answer. And then I'm like, well, what were you going to say, actually? And he goes, actually, I was basically going to say the same thing, but he just said it smarter than me. So whatever. I'm like, don't feel bad. Yeah, of course. Of course. Kind of uh, stuff. You're right, right, right. You're like, oh, man, I didn't. This was supposed to be a teachable moment. <laughs> it is. And sometimes it hurts a little bit. But yeah. kids have to know that, you know, um, you're not always the most important person in the room. Yeah. You, when it's your turn to speak, all eyes on you. Great. That's fantastic. But you're not always the most important person in the room. Right. And I, yeah. sometimes that happens with only children. Mm-hmm. I, I take a special note of that when I'm working with kids. If they're, if they're like a big family, if they're only child, if they're the oldest, if they're the youngest, if they're the middle. Right. That all comes into play. It does. Yeah, definitely. And I, um, I, I think when I was like five in, in elementary school, the fire department people came to like show all the kids. Mm-hmm. And I asked like 95 questions, uh-huh. just like question after question after, because I just, that's just You're me. Curious. I just, that's just me. Yeah. And I, I'll probably have a high level of ADHD. So like, I just constantly have thoughts, just thoughts, spew yeah. out. Everything I say, I'm hearing it for the first time. Usually Ni- like 90% of the time I say something, I'm hearing it for the first time also. So sometimes you might see me go, whoa, because I, uh, you you're know. processing in real time. Yeah. yeah. So, um, it's, it's, it's almost like I've realized that that thing that people have that keeps you, that goes, Hey, you probably shouldn't say that. Mm. mine either doesn't work or takes a lot of breaks right but at the same right, time it's like right. through a lot of of saying things that gets a dead room you learn right what to say and you the, learn what to do what to do what to say and what not to and say. now everything i say is mostly gold but like That's, getting here was hard but that takes and that and that only happens when you're either somebody taught you the right way or you got socially slap trial and error trial yeah. and error and you're like oh wow nobody wants to talk to me now and honestly like, what it was is I, I i hung out with a lot of black people growing up <laughs> and when you do that and you're light they will rip you literally it's a in the back of the neck someone will grab you and they'll rip it if it your what your joke wasn't funny swear to god this is this is in so you just learned in in sierra vista funny. high school and sierra vista junior high there uh, was like seven to ten of us we would all hang out all that it even went into canyon and you, we would get in circles, and we would, everyone would, you gotta, riff, yeah. the next, re- you gotta go, you gotta go. And if yours wasn't funny, and I'm not trying to be fucked up, but a lot of them didn't, didn't put lotion on. I mean, they even had hell, it was like a sandpaper rip Damn. on the back of my neck. So you do that, uh-huh. eventually, you learn. And, and I was in high school, when I was in elementary school, uh, from fifth and sixth grade, I moved to South Central. We were there for oh, two wow. semesters. Yeah, my, my parents got divorced, and my mom yeah. took us over there. I was there. And again, you have to... You were in the thick of you it. you got to learn to be... So my goal... You didn't I, go I was Valley. You, I was you went fighter. to South yeah, Central. Literally, right? Like, right where USC is, like, right Damn. in downtown. So I'm not... I'm not I wasn't practicing martial arts. What did I have? Myself. So yeah. I got to be funny. So I got to make friends. It's true. Chappelle so says that. It's... it's, it's you ha- you, funny comes from trauma. Funny does. comes from situations does. of it is it is the same mechanism as it is as fighting as it is yeah. something it's else. Just your different martial art. It's, it's your comedy, it's literally. And you, I've learned if you learn it, you can disable someone exact same way as if you fought them. I've 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 gotten in verbal altercations with people where they don't want to talk anymore because um everyone is now laughing at you. Yeah. And if I've mentally beaten oh, yeah. you, I may not physically beat you, but I already have that mental edge. Well, and in that in that world, I will take mental edge over y- physical edge. Oh any, yeah. Any day. Oh yeah. And that's like what they said in Gladiator. Um you win the crowd, you win your freedom. 
That's what it is. It's exactly. like well, now that's that everybody's making fun of you, like that's all that matters. Even if you're bigger, better, stronger. And that that's kind of why I've learned. Like I don't know if you, you've seen this. I always make fun of myself. It's what I do that's and how everything. You I, everything I do, everything I say, if I post a picture and I have a fucked up yeah. smile, I'm going to be the first yeah. one to be like, look at my stupid ass. Because if I have, I have that advantage, you, there's nothing you can say to me. Well, that's true though. You're impervious. And to me, that's no different than like, it's, it's as if you're hitting your shin and you're practicing kicking. It's like, you know, you're just getting better at it. That, and it, to me, it sounds a, a bit of an extreme comparison, but it's like, you've relinquished the fear of death. And and once you're not afraid of that anymore, so nothing can harm you. You hit the fuck it button, you're like ready to you go. You hit the fuck yeah. it button, exactly. And like once you once you can make fun of yourself, not just a little bit, but unashamedly, nobody can say anything to you that's gonna all all of my jokes, like yeah. everything I say, think I mean some of the, a lot of the stuff does happen for sure. Like you have to get it from somewhere. But half the time I say something like, Oh, this person thought I look homeless. It's I'm I'm making fun of myself because yeah. I'm sitting down on a street and I go, damn, right now. If I was anybody else, uh -huh. I'd look fucking homeless. <laughs> so let me go ahead and just do this, make fun of myself. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's like, uh, also, not to sound serious, but when you have hit a certain, like, the happiest people or the funniest people are usually fucked up. You, oh, uh, depression yeah. or yeah, like yeah, sad. Yeah, of course. So when course. you have been to that low, you have to. There's you, no way. You, you, you are totally okay with exposing myself so that you can get out of that momentarily low to have a smile. Absolutely. As weird as that sounds, it's like I. You've like, been lower than them. You can lift them up. Exactly, and that yeah. in and of itself is why people are like. Why do you always make fun of yourself? It's because honestly, it's my way of, like, I know it sounds stupid, but like not giving back, but it's my way of giving you a temporary release from whatever's bothering. Whatever you. it is you're doing. Whatever it is. And everybody has their mechanism of healing, and and for a lot of people, and for you, that's comedy. Right. And that's and you're right. A lot of. Not even a lot of comedy. All comedy has that pain undertone. Not even undertone. That's just where it comes it from. It is. It's period. Like, yeah. And like all the comedians, and when you really hear there, and it's and it's 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 the strangest avenue of optimism because you have turned trauma into happiness. To me, that's like turning water into wine. You're <laughs> talking about turning lemons into lemonade. That's what comedians are the best at. Yeah. And it gives substance to your comedy. It gives you a perspective on the world, and it means that you can get knocked down incredibly and not only bring it back, but bring it back in such a way that makes other people laugh. Like, that's insane. Right, yeah, no, it would, it, like, it, it, it is, it's, I would, uh, uh, um, uh, like, make it similar to when a fighter, like, gets knocked out. Yeah, and then they're able to come back mentally, yes, and then different. win. And that's or, or different. It's like it's it's a you use the you've taken the worst negative that you can, and you've turned it into a positive. That's the whole philosophy of the martial art. I studied Hapkido for many years. It's it's that whole use their power against them, which a lot of people are quite familiar with. It's not as I don't think a strange concept, mm -hmm. and um, but you know, talk about much easier said than done. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, it's, to turn negative experiences into positive experiences. To me, what that means is like, you know, something happens to you that's a form of energy. Call it positive or negative. So something negative happens to you, that's a lot of negative energy, but it's still energy nonetheless. And just depending on how you process it, internalize it, and interpret it, you can transform it into positive energy if you don't allow it to overtake you. But course. it's so easy. That overtaking, uh, it's, practice. It, it's hard not to... It's not even just hard. That's That's like the... Thing the better you are at that, the better you are at life. Mm -hmm. Like, the, like the way you process negativity defines having a good life, a good day, a bad week, all that stuff. And and um, um, 
that's why I've been studying so much of the psychology stuff lately. I've been so into it. And um, that whole, and now that I've studied it and, and you realize like every Disney movie is the same storyline. Every, every, the Joker, Spider-Man, it's all the same archetypal storyline. And, and like me, I'm so hyper visual, like cinematography is the way I view movies. Right. Right. But now I'm really, and I've never been a verbal story person, screenwriting. It's just not my creative nature but i'm really starting to see that world more and if you really think about it that's what cinema really is is the story yeah. behind everything right. and um it's always the same archetypal story what you're saying like you know not letting the darkness take over you one of the things that exemplified that the best for me was venom in the spider-man movies mm -hmm. it was literally the the thing that consumed him and it was so attractive and it was so alluring and it was so powerful and sexy and vice mm -hmm. and but it overtook them it, overtook him in this very negative way. Right. And it's to get that power and to reap the benefits of it and mm -hmm. to acknowledge its incredibly powerful nature and respect it, but not let it overtake you. Right. Because, you know, a lot of the <clears throat> negative experiences that come into people's lives, you have to respect them for the negativity that they are. And they were powerful things, but that's the source of a lot of good material that came out of right. you so in a sense it's like the positive literally turned into a negative i mean yeah people hate coal but it runs trains it's like the same thing it's like you, you can uh, mm -hmm. just it, it i don't for me personally like I, i've never um i've never really had a lot of things that i'm good at like mm. like good at so when you have something that comes naturally yeah i feel like that is the best thing that you should probably of course try to work on of course because it's like if you already if you've got that little bit of a push. Yeah. You know what to I mean? To me, it's like, you know, you're not going to use a butter knife to eat cereal. It's not <laughs> what it's meant for. You right. Know? But if you, something, or a fork, unless you're trying to save milk. Yes. <laughs> okay. And you're right. If something comes naturally to you, that's the path of least resistance. Right. And if you can find that, yeah, put put all your chips on that one. Right. Yeah. I, I, I forgot what it, someone was telling me. It's like, why are other countries like Germany, why are they so much smarter? And, and I don't think they're smarter. Not I forgot. But, what but it, you're right. It's what makes them more something. Whatever the allure is about, you know. And it was like because they don't turn down like trade stuff. They don't think there's no I, stigma oh, behind you know that. What, there's no. It's so true. So it's, it's so true. So it's essentially like if you know that you're good at one thing, get really good at that one thing, and then you can make good money off of it, and you yeah. can do things. And if everyone's getting good at one thing, not everyone's crowded to do the same thing. That's very true. So it's like I was—I I forgot where I read that, but I was like, okay, that—that that makes a lot of sense. Well, to solidify exactly what you said, so you know, I got my degree in civil engineering, and so there was these two German students in the program from Germany, brother mm -hmm. and sister, top shelf. She got a hundred. One of the girls, she got a hundred percent on an exam. That's unheard of in an engineering <laughs> class. Getting a hundred on an exam, unheard of. <laughs> They're not meant for you to pass. They're meant to like mentally and emotionally <laughs> destroy you. And the curves are like, if you got a fifty, you got an A. I'm not kidding. So you got a hundred on one of these things. And I was talking to her one day, and she goes, "Yeah, the way it works in Germany is, um, and I'm not sure if this is true across all institutions, but from what she told me, I guess it's got to be at least somewhat or even largely true." is there's like university entrance exams and you're allowed to take it twice. If you don't pass it the second time, you're never allowed to try to Find enter that university again. You go to the trade route. Okay. So it's definitely true what you said about, you know, they don't look down on trades, but they don't let anybody into universities. Yeah, and, and, and it is a cognitive thing. It is. Um, and, and then maybe that's why they have some of the best engineering. And maybe that's why, 
a lot of the best machinery and a lot it's of German. really good trades stuff is German too, because you have people that are very well suited for that doing that kind of work. And I a hundred percent agree that trades are something that should totally not be looked down upon handyman work, um, house carpentry, welding, um, cabinet making. That's all really difficult. Stuff. And that will always be ne- needed. And it's always going to, yeah. You, you, I mean, yeah, you can have a robot built, like it, build it, but you're not, not going to have the Maybe in a hundred years. Yeah. But, but yeah, but for now you're going to need, it's like when everyone's like, it's oh, well, too there's still enough time. Yeah. Where we need, you're going to need this for at least our lifetime. Not only that, but like, um, I don't even mean it's hard in the laborious sense, like you're working with your back all day, even though that's true. You're working with your back. You're not a scientist working in a laboratory, working with their brain the whole time. It's different, but um, it's the precision, the common sense skills, just the the hand skills you need. Like, And I would even put my money that a lot of degreed engineers aren't suited for doing that kind of work because mm. you. And this is what I tell my students all the time. I teach these like introductory engineering classes to like different age groups in the school I'm at. And um it's like this hybrid school, okay. which I can basically do what I want. It's really great. And <laughs> nice. um, um, I, I tell them all the time, like, you know how hard it is to cut a straight line in a piece of wood? Like, just just that. If I had to give you a two by four and a saw and I say, cut this in half, you, it would, 90 degree angle. I guarantee you. Or cut it in half longitudinally. <laughs> or or screw this screw into here and not split the wood. Or You um, can fuck that wood shop class right up. Strike the, you know, um, cut a two inch piece of wood off of this. Oh, I didn't take into account the thickness of the saw curve. I didn't take into account that I'm going across the grain instead of with the grain. I didn't take into account of using this saw instead of that saw. I didn't draw a pilot hole. I used too big <laughs> of a drill bit. And it's these things that you don't think about on paper. They, 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 they sound so easy, but it's like showing people that skilled trades are very hard. Um, and, 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 and not everybody's meant to be a degree engineer. And not everybody's meant to be have this four-year university degree and a master's. And I look at it like this. You have, okay, people with degrees. To me, university is, is like the academic big leagues, mm-hmm. which means not everybody is an academic big league. Right. This is the people who are really good at academia go to universities. Right. It's not like those same people are going to be on the track. Like they, that's just what they're good at. So, and every once in a while, you get somebody who's good at everything. You yeah, know, that, that valedictorian type. Fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> but um, but what I'm saying is to try to tell to convince the whole population, like let's say a high school population, that that university is where you need to go is insane. Yeah, hundred percent. That's only for some of you guys, or and maybe it's for some of you guys, but not right now. Maybe in two years it'll be for some. Maybe in four years. Maybe in ten years it'll yeah. be for some of you guys. But to, to convince everybody that you need to get all this Funnel stuff Funnel into this. Go, so, go, go. That's what I'm saying. It's They're, 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 they're making 100 people go into a slot that only fits 20 comfortably. Right. Yeah, right. and it's wrong. And then what happens is it makes them feel shitty about themselves. Mm-hmm. And it lowers your self-esteem that they're not good enough. And their friend got into UCLA and they're only they going did. to COC or something like that. And it's like, first of all, COC kicks a lot of these high schoolers' ass. COC is so close to being – was so close to being considered an accredited university, like mm. switching from a community to an right. actual university. Like I don't know when it was. I think it was like maybe a few years ago they were talking about like it could actually become that. I was like oh, – and it's definitely rated one of the best community colleges in the state. It's very good. So It's very good. And, and, and your general requirements are general requirements, in my opinion, no matter go, where you go. Wherever you go. And that's why I tell people, experiment at $50 a unit instead of $500 a right. unit. You'll get to the $500 a unit if you like it. Yeah. Just take the first two. Yeah. Take one zero take, off. Take 90% off right now. Why not? And then, like, get your GEs out of the way because I'll tell you right now, the GEs at COC are going to be easier than the GEs at USC. 100%. And you're going to get the same credit, and it's a tenth of the cost. Yep. And honestly, after four years at a university like USC, you're like done, dude. Like you're t- f- 
fried and done. You're trying to party. You're trying to do all this shit. Get your first two years done. Get halfway through. That's true, man. Start there. And then, okay, then you only got when, two years. But imagine doing four years of, like, trying to live up partying and, like, trying to at a stake, school like that. Yeah, where, where, where the stakes are really high. Now, some people can do it, and good for them. But, like... Yeah, thanks, Adderall. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I'm sure that's why. That no, and, like, they're just smart. Uh, but, like, some of the shit... I will say that. They some really of the are. Sh- some of the shit, I was just like, oh, my God. Like, I've been to parties at... I've been to CSUN parties. Right. I've been to US- USC parties. I've been to UCLA parties. Trust me, they're very different demographics. Oh, I could imagine. USC, I would assume that USC and UCLA are more similar, but USC has got, like, I feel like it's more of, like, a a white girl. Oh, my God. And UCLA is filled with Asians. Yeah. Am I right or wrong? Yeah. Like, okay. And then CSUN yeah. is just fucking, like, well, Mexican. C- well, like, is like, a lot of, yeah. It's just lot Latinos, Latinos and, like, it's fucking, true. yeah. A just, lot of Middle Easterners, I, too. I, People that look like me would be at CSUN parties, okay? Well, because the engineering, especially the civil engineering department, was, like, heavily Middle Eastern. Oh, land yeah. development, real yeah. estate, and mm-hmm. business, and yeah. and, which, and the, the faculty, the students, which is fine. But I'm just saying that that's just the all truth. Indians just, are one nose ring away from being Mexicans. I'm just saying, and like, a lot of Indians, a lot of exchange Indian students, yeah, and the smartest kids in the classroom. They absolutely are. Do you know why? Because they've been beaten since they were small to do that. I just, I don't even want to get into that. Like that, that was, whole thing. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I will, but like, oh my, yeah, that cult is insane. And yeah. I and I totally respect and get like why they are so hard driven. Yeah, yeah. But they are not people like in like emotionally. It's not. It's when you have that specific engineering and that specific level of, of intuition, smart, and also um, pressure. Pressure. It's so much pressure. To succeed so for the entire family. Family. It's like. So much pressure. They, if you actually sit down with one of those kids, they'll just start to cry or they'll just like have a breakdown because it's like. It's a very repressed culture. You And I like unfortunately saw it firsthand yeah, and yeah, I was me too. like. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I was just like. It's 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 like a, a weird form of it is care and love, but in a manipulative, just almost. Um, Heaven forbid your older siblings a doctor. It, it's like because you're not then like them. you are, and if you're the oldest, like in oh, not so my much, situation, so but like the, the person I was with, they were the oldest in their family, and they weren't a doctor. They just wanted to follow their own. Oh no! Following your dreams is not what they do. That, that's like cutting your head. <laughs> you, don't do you, that. you don't. You don't do that. You can't do that. No. You're the retirement. What? Are, how are we supposed to? Work? You yeah. know. So it's 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 very insane. The pressure is like yeah. If you're the if you're the oldest, then you better be the best. Yeah. And if your older person is better than you, you just won't be good enough. You're always going to be second place. And you're stuck in that. So it's like. It's a lot of pressure, and, and that's why I'm pretty sure why they put so much. Um, emphasis on being good at something because that is their way of that's the only way that they've ever gotten approval or acceptance yes absolutely I mean that's just I think that's just simple conditioning if I do good they will praise me so I will just try my best at things which has its massive benefits and I think there's not in a relationship yeah, right. Not not when it comes to having emotions, but like no, you're in, right, in doing you're right. things. But, but that's where it fails. And that's what I, I mean. Like that's doing, where it fails. They, yeah, for for engineering something, for intuity, or um, um, for or for maintaining family stability. Yeah, yeah sure. But, but All for anything those, like, emotion wise, that's that's you, you're gonna you're gonna be dealing with an empty, yeah, or, or like a like a like just a hollow. Person. Which you had that, huh? I, I literally, uh, yeah, it was, it's, it's, it's kind of, I will make a long story very short. <laughs> yeah, really probably quick. very long story. Very long. Um, long story short, uh, I was dating someone, um, Indian, amazing. Yeah. I was the happiest I've ever been in my life. Yeah. Everything was amazing. It was great. You have fights. Everyone does. But yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And we were good. Um, and, uh, on the, on her birthday, 
we're second, not second, she wasn't two, that's weird. Um, on the second birthday we've been together, yeah. or third birthday, um, in January, she was basically like, hey, I gotta talk to you for a second. Uh oh. Like it was, and I was like, we were at her parents' house, everything was cool, like we woke up, everything was good. She's like, hey, I gotta talk to you for a second. I said, okay, what's up? She's like, I need you. Oh, man. I need, I need you to leave. I was like, what? Like, dude, from the store? Like, what do you need? You need something? What's going on? She's like, no, I need you to go. I was like, why? Like, why? And she's like, because. Unfortunately, what I haven't told you is in our culture, a prearranged marriage is a thing. And because I haven't been able to fulfill myself being a doctor and things like that for them. They're like, I'm choosing for you. So, it, I mean, you've seen, she's, she was very pretty. Very, very pretty. Yeah. And her sister's like, the kind that like hangs out with DJs and like that type of okay. at the oh, one oak like those okay. types of girls yeah so um so it was so if she, she if she wasn't gonna do it the younger sister was gonna have to you know what I mean so basically what happened was they realized okay I wasn't a doctor yeah uh, this is oh yeah bringing me into your house was like bringing Satan essentially like oh yeah to, so I hate to say it but that's they, so true, they hated me from day one they didn't ever met me they never give me a chance it was just shit so ever that's since they were always giving doctors to her like num like she was like get the f so that was our only issue comes in one day and she's like I gotta talk to you she's like so prearranged marriage is a thing and unfortunately I have to go back to the my our country yeah. um, because there's a billionaire wow that has my parents have decided that that's what i'm gonna do now mind you she was always gonna say like i will always stay with you i'm a woman i won't allow my family to do this yeah. to me but the manipulation and pressure was i guess whatever so they, they really so basically she, she comes in and she's like this is what happens and i need you to go and I was like, like go, go. Like, like, so like, a, like, like, like a one night stand dude. who used her toothbrush. And like, 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 yeah. So I was like, wait, like, this doesn't, like, it, I guess it makes sense now, but I never thought this was a thing. So the whole time that we were together and their family was mean to me or whatever, they knew I wouldn't be in the picture. Oh, 100%. On, yep. on, From day on, one. on the birthday, because on, on their birthday, on, when she turned that age, that's when you have to go at, at 27 years old. That's a thing. It's like different ages. So there's 18. Is 27 like the cutoff? Like you got to go. Like It's you, like, you there's, old. no, seriously, because in that, like you get past that age, oh. it's like, nope. it's done. You got 50 year old guys with like 20 year old. It's insane. Yep. And he's a billionaire. I'm never going to be. So she's like, I can't, I realize I can't choose my, I can't choose you over family. Like the pressure I'll always. That's how Asian cultures are. So I was like, okay, you know what? I, I understand. I, I, I don't understand, but yeah. like, you know. You didn't have a choice. It, it, like, I, I was kind of still kind of stupid. I was like, it's okay. Like, we'll, we'll work it out. Like, don't worry. And I got in the Uber. And, and the whole time I was like, and this was in about eight, Michael, eight minutes. The, the conversation was four and four minutes of me getting to say goodbye to my dog that we shared that I never got to see again. And I was like, well, you're with a billionaire. Can you leave the dog? You just buy another yeah. one. Yeah. So basically what ended up happening was, she left. I thought it was bullshit. I was like, are you just cheating? And you're just like, don't want to tell me. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? No, it's real. She has a tile on her um, oh. keys because we always lose our keys. Yeah. It literally popped up the next day wow. in another country. She was like texting. We were still talking a little bit. Like She was like, I'm sorry. I just. So a few months go by. A few months go by. I'm finally getting out of depression. I'm, yeah, I'm finally like. Which is what it is. Which is crazy because it's like. Uh, it's It's weird because you're like. I don't know if I can ever trust that anything's okay. 
because oh like, yeah because in the sense in of your like mind you thought everything was okay like i knew that we had problems with the parents but like that you know like you didn't know that was always in the background the entire and the, time. the crazy thing is she knew the whole time mm. and so when i asked i was like why did you just, the parents literally told me they're like as much as we don't like you we know that you made her happier than anyone else ever will so we wanted her to have someone until she had to go and I was like, at my expense. Yeah. Like, what do you say to that? Like, thank you? Fuck you? What do you say? It was a weird way of them telling, fuck you, but thanks for treating yeah. her nicely. So um, I get in the Uber. I, I'm like a wreck. I'm emotional. Like, I was yeah, like, I who am imagine, I? Dude. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm like, they would always say, like, you're not a man. Like, you don't have money. Like, even though I was doing well, I live in Santa Monica. Like, I'm, they just don't they lived in Cerritos. Way. Like, fuck you guys. I'm like, what are you talking oh, about? Oh, yeah. Like, Nor Artesia, Artesia <laughs> Little <laughs> India. Yeah. So, like, what are you talking about? You live in Bellflower. Santa Monica like I have a nice car like what do you whatever it just wasn't the mold so I finally got out of it was like doing well I like got gained weight I was happy and then I uh I started talking to this girl who was a Japanese yeah half Japanese half Mexican and as soon as a Japexican dude yeah yeah you're like a <laughs> rarity you're like what is a sushi burrito okay got it um so uh i was like okay this is great and she was there for me through the whole thing and she was going through the same thing so we were like really good friends and then we were like company okay. kind of thing so as soon as we were like we should get together i swear to god on my life oh no the next day ending girl shows up at my house oh my god and i'm like wait a minute well it didn't show up but texted me it was like hey i just landed in la I need you to pick me up. And I was like, wait. Again, mind you, like four months have gone by. Yeah. I'm like, never going to see you. You're like in another country. You're with like a billionaire person. Like you're probably starting your life by now. Like I have no idea. Can you pick me up? When you have that type of like, again, I didn't have answers. I just had a bunch of like, I my closure was I had to give it to myself. You had to. I was going to give it to you. So I was like, I, so I finally got, so I had a lot of unanswered questions. So I guess they made me vulnerable. Because I was like, okay, I'll help you because something must be really bad. Yeah, so yeah. she came back. I picked her up. And I was like, she had like a, it wasn't actually from LAX. It was from like down the street from her parents' house. And I was like, mm. this is a weird, okay, like, because she first picked me up from the airport. And then she was like, can you pick me up from this address? And I was like, okay. Okay, strange, but whatever. Messed up face. Oh, no. What happened? Well, when my parents found out that I came back and that I cut everything off with the billionaire, that I couldn't do that, I realized I'm a human being. Like I don't want to be here. And I want to be with you. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you came back. Like, I was, to me, that was the nicest thing anyone had ever done for me. I was like, you're, you yeah. came back to see me. Like, to, you're here because you decide, like, oh, my God. Like, holy shit. I'm so sorry. Like, are you Okay. And so th she had me. She yeah. had me. And I was like, yeah. turns out none of that ever happened. What? The, 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 she had gotten, she fucked herself up. She had fucked her own face up or something like that. She had like messed up. She had a scratch. She'd gotten a fight with her sister over, yeah, right? She made me think that it was like a, like her, either her parent or her, bro her brother's like a, he thinks he's MMA, so I was like, okay, oh. yeah. I was like, yeah, know you know what exactly what I'm talking about. Like, yeah, you're like, yeah, okay. Uh, so I was like, did he do? And she wouldn't tell me. She wouldn't tell me. She wouldn't tell me. She wouldn't tell me. So I was pissed. So I was like, I thought it was the brother, and I thought they. So I was like, okay, you know what? You're gonna stay with me. We're never. You're never gonna talk to them. Like we're gonna yeah. be fine. 
I come to find out, like, as time is going by, she's talking to them, letting them know that she's, I, again, again, I don't understand any of this. I'm like, why no. are you doing this? Like, why are you doing this? It's all Fifty Shades. Yeah. So basically what ends up happening is we pulled into our garage one day. I parked the car and some person just pops out. Like, you, have you seen parking under car, like under a building and everyone has their own number? Yeah, yeah. So next to me, my neighbor has his storage. Some yeah. guy just, pop, some kid my age pops up and just says, hey, Sherry, and walks away. And I was like, but I didn't know I heard him say, hey, the name. I just heard, hey. Yeah. So I didn't think, and I was like, what the fuck? And, I, and you know, and as soon as I, I was like, what are you? I was like, who are you? And he's like, oh, no, no, no one. I'm, I'm being invisible. And then he like, 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 and I was like, it wasn't enough time for me to like react or to. Yeah. So I was like, what the fuck? So I finally sat her down and I was like, okay, look. What's going on? Like, what's going on? Because you're saying things to me, but then the next week it doesn't add up. And then you're saying things about your face, but then you said your sister got in a fight with you, but you have scratches, so it's like, how did you get punched? Like, that doesn't make sense. Turns out, she didn't come back for me. She came back because she realized that, yeah, she did, she's a person, she doesn't want to do this, and she doesn't want to be controlled by her parents. But the person that she first went to go back to Ooh. was the person that she was talking to yeah. while she was doing that. So basically, he said, I don't want anything to do with you. So she calls me. Oh, you're second place. Second place. But but I'm the idiot who takes her in the house. I'm like, yeah. oh, like course, as if nothing course, happened. Course, like, you can live here. Like, no, as if three years. Boom. Dude, one thing I've learned is they always got two or three lined up just in case. A hundred percent. So my, here's the fucked up part is with the, the Japanese Mexican, I was like, God damn it, because now I can't see you anymore because, like, she's back in the picture and I have to choose her because in my mind, like, this person just did the greatest thing for me and all that kind of she stuff. She knew that, though. She, she knew that's she, how you would perceive she it. She played me. And, yeah. and she did the whole time we were dead because she knew, like, you were never going to be with me. But you were telling me, let's get married. You were picking, like, kids' names. Like, it was, like, oh, to yeah. a legitimate inception of, like, and gaslighting from the family as well. And so this gets me to the point of psychology. Okay, yeah. Because she has the degree in psychology. Oh, God. So From it's USC. Like... At, you uh, yes. At that point, you're like, is this person just not so tightly wrapped? Or are they so good that... So it turns out... That I found, because I actually ended up talking to an ex of hers. Mm. She's just a super, what's the word? Um, psychopath? Sadistic, psychopathic. Like, the reason he's like, I had to file a restraining order because in the sense where she was trying to uh, attack my like my, my accounts. Like, oh, from my man. bank, from my things like that. And I was like, what is going on? Also, for mani manipulation, like, he was like, yeah, she lived with me for about a year and a half because she told me her brother hit her. And I was like. Well, that's very interesting because she told me oh, her sister did that. Oh, so she's got a she's got the Rolodex. She has the whole cards. ready to go, and I, I'm saying this as a story as if like obviously you have to keep in mind I'm finding these things out like little by little and I'm condensing it, but it's I've never in my life had that so many layers unfold of just lies, and it all comes back circling this to the. The culture or the the the, the, the pressure. If you have if you've had to be that way your whole life, you will manipulate and use everyone to get to what you need. That's all you know. Because you can't be honest about anything. Th that was the thing. I was, I was like, you don't you you will lie to people about your name, like you you about so much stuff because you've never really been allowed to be you. 
you've created so many things and now all these personalities or all these stories or all these lies are just converging into one and, and now I'm seeing it. So I was like, okay, I can't, you and I, like this is yeah. this is never, we can't ever be. Like you, you, you came, you grabbed me from my lowest point and yeah. you're putting me back down there again. Yeah, which goes to show how much he really cares. So, so when we had this conversation again, I was like, "What? Like, what is happening? Like, I, I need, I need you to just be a hundred percent honest with me." And we had a sit down talk for about an hour. Yeah, she told me everything. She tried to tell me everything. Yeah, but they were all mm -hmm. not true. And mm -hmm. you're just again, so very incapable. So what? What she said, and she says, uh, she said, um, she's like, I've realized that the way I am. The reason why you don't trust me is because it was a huge trust issue. Because I can't trust someone that I don't. I mean, she deserves not to be trusted right. after that. <laughs> but it, she's the same person. It's like, why don't you trust me? It was like a manipulative. It's like, why don't you trust me? Because you literally haven't. You've done so many things that are un untrustworthy. So how could you get trust? Yeah, but if you love me, you trust me. Okay. Dude, I've looked a lot into narcissistic behavior. And that's and exactly what I think it is. It's what it is. It's 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 incredibly narcissistic behavior. I think uh, Dr. Judy Ho talks about this a lot. She's great. She's I follow on, uh, follow her on Instagram. She's a uh, has her own practice. Uh, she has her own podcast too actually. She is a professor at Pepperdine, I believe. Okay. And um her along with my friend uh Kyle Kyle Kittleson, he's uh they do this thing called Med Circle. It's like this company where they have a lot of uh, they interview a lot of psychologists and doctors. They talk about things like this, like narcissists and sociopaths and people with borderline personality disorder, OCD, right. all those things. And like they have services and like uh, you can sign up for stuff like they have a lot of like self-help mental health services. And um, so I've watched a lot of videos on narcissistic behavior and it's like everything what you said like fits the cue card exactly. And I'm not saying this is like diagnosing as a professional. Right, right, obviously right. I'm not, but it's like it's usually the things like they're very charismatic they um have they're usually very intelligent people mm. they um well it takes a certain intelligence to manipulate it does and the scary thing about that is is um when you're highly intelligent and highly narcissistic um you will create such elaborate lies and facades you that they, that they become so believable to you that that now you believe it that now when you spill those lies out to other people, since you believe in them so strongly, they have, of course they believe in it too. And, and, and they know that. And, 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 and there's always this thing of, it's like they go into an area, strip it of its resources. And then they go to another one, strip it of its resources. They're constantly jumping exactly. because you have to, because you got to skip town all the time. Because once they find out, eventually the jig is up. That's exactly. And once you put the light on the cockroach, it's like, yeah, they just go to another place. Yeah, they it, go to another place, and it, that was they expend all the resources. That was the craziest thing is that she when it when it all happened and she was like, I realized I can't choose you. I can't do that. I was like, you're doing this to me again for mm -hmm. a second time. Like because she's used to it working. And, and the but the, it, the crazy thing is is it, that didn't stop her from a couple of weeks later. Just hey, what's going on? Of course not. Like you're just you're, 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 did you just fuck it up with someone? Else? Like you're just yeah. It's like yo, I can't. And it's so funny because it's like. People don't really understand how unattractive someone can become once the lesson is learned. Like oh, once yeah. you see someone for what they are, it's like it doesn't go away. It's once once you realize it, it's it stuck. realize who they are. It's like there are times I think about it and like my stomach. I'm like, oh, please stay away from me. Like, oh, please. So, so when that happened, and I realized the type of level of gaslighting, of type of manipulation, yeah, that's that happened to me. Oh, yeah. I was like, okay, you know what? Let me let me hang. Let me go with this 
I was like, all right, she seems safe, mutual friend. She knows my, like, what yeah. happened to me. She would never do this to me. Turns out, also has a degree in psychology. I got to stop with pretty girls with degrees in psychology. That's my first question There's now on those. all dates. It's just like, psychology? Okay. Coco, what'd you say to psychology? Okay. Great. Check. Yeah, exactly. Actually, you know, just give her a $25 gift card. Let her get whatever she wants. I'm leaving. Like, I don't, I, I can't. So I, she, this girl makes the girl I just dealt with no. seem like um, like a like a nice human. And let me explain to you why. But I'm more grateful to her because this is how you learn. I'm I'm you the learn. type of person who I will always I, I put the hand on my hand on the stove. Yeah. And if it's hot, yeah. If it's not too hot, I will keep doing it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh that's so Or if true. I like oh, some so for true. some reason the way it burns, I will keep doing some it. Some people like pain. So there's something about obviously the way people manipulate me or use me or like that I clearly the devil you know is safer than the devil you don't know. Yeah. Wow. That's not me. I've heard that. Before. I was like Jesus Michael. No, no God. that's not me. But that's that's, that's, that's it though. It it was okay. So I was yeah. I was like okay. There's there's no way she's gonna like do this. She knows everything. So I was like okay. We started dating. Everything was perfect. Like this girl would do things again, like <laughs> manipulation. Like would it do starts things off like this. But they start off as cute things. Like oh, I I know that's your favorite comic book character. So let me draw an entire Green Lantern magazine for you. Like an entire comic book. Boom. Wow. Whoa, awesome. Thank you. Well, you really, you like know this. Oh, I know you like this. Boom. Oh, I baked, I baked you this. So I brought you some food. Oh my God, this is awesome, right? And then they hit you up for the first ask. Exactly. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, it was like, you know, um, she was like, okay, like, are we going to make it official? Like, what's going on? And I was like, yeah, like, I, I do. I'm just kind of nervous. Like, you know, and reasonably after so. just what happened. And, and same thing with just to happen with you. Like, we're, mm -hmm. you know, like, this might not, we, we got to have some, uh, I gotta feel safe here. Yeah. And uh, she basically was like, no, you know, I wouldn't do that. So we made it official. But I didn't, I was smart enough to not post anything on Instagram as a post. Of course. Just story. Cause like, let's test the waters with story. It goes yeah, away. After a day. <laughs> yeah. Like, and keep going. And people know, okay, that must be a girlfriend, but it's not there. Like, it's a weird thing. It's like almost like an iTunes preview. You know, you get a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So I did that within like a day, Michael, within a day it's of us doing that, good. we hung out. And Ventura with my buddy, we went kayaking. And she was like, we should all go hiking. I was like, that sounds great. Sounds great. <laughs> Let's, you go, you're not working right now. So you clearly have all the time to research all these trails. So go research trails. She's like, I will. I was like, good. Uh oh. So, so the next day, I was like, hey, babe, how are those trails coming along? She's like, I didn't look at them. I go, LOL. That's all I said. LOL. Oh, well, that's, that's you said way too little. <laughs> yes, you're right. Actually, I said LOL, LOL. You ever put them together? LOL, LOL. Like, boom. So she goes, she has never done this. And I hate someone who will do this. It's a classic girl or guy. Something is wrong, won't tell you what's wrong, but will make it known by attitude that something is wrong, but will not fix it, won't change it. So basically she liked my comment, LOL, which is totally fine if you're on Facebook, but who likes a comment on iMessage? Like that's just strange. Like maybe a haha, -ha, but like just a like. You're telling me you're upset. Cause, yeah. cause you didn't. So, and I know her like person. I knew what she was because she was just like back and forth. I was like, "You are hot and cold, but that's fine. That's just people." Like, I'm not after what happened with Sherry. I was like, "I will honestly, as yeah. long as you won't manipulate me, I'll whatever." Yeah. So, so basically, I say LOL, and she just likes the comment. Eight hours go by, and I'm like, "You know something's doing." I was like, "You're mad." Yeah. And I was like, "But I can't ask because if I ask, you get mad." 
by asking because you whatever. Yeah, I know. It's so I was like, hey, if you do, dance if you don't. Are, are you mad? And if not, you're now, huh? And yeah, so, exactly. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Just you can and so it. she was like, listen, <laughs> I can't have every time something feels like it's off for you to just assume that something is wrong. I go, I, f- I understand. Are you mad? Well, yes, but that's okay. So here's my problem. Yeah. If you want to say that there's nothing wrong, you must act like there is nothing wrong. If there is something wrong, you have to tell me and give me a way to fix it. You cannot live in this world where something is wrong. You do not tell me how to fix it. You just want to be mad about it. like. They just don't think that linearly. No, no. And and this was like, that was my first warning. I was like, okay, okay, this is. Oh, that's just the beginning. This is oh, just yeah. the beginning. This is the beginning. I was like, okay, 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 okay. Rolling credits. I was like, all right, all right, that's that's fine. I was like, okay, let me let me explain something to you. Um, we're adults. Yeah. And we can't we can't do that. If we're gonna be together, you're gonna have to learn to communicate. And I know there's certain things that you can't do, and there's certain things I gotta learn too. But communication is yeah, how yeah, we're yeah, gonna. Yeah. You yeah. want if you want to be mad at me for a day, I don't mind, even though I think that's fucking ridiculous. Tell me. Hey, I'm not talking to you for 24 hours, so that I don't think that you're just like. You well, I've, I've 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 researched a lot of this. And done in a ditch. So basically, what happens? I go, okay, like you can't do this. She goes, oh, I can't really. Hangs up the phone, deletes her Instagram, like her whole Instagram, and I'm like, that's, that's you're cheating. Um, I was like, you know what I mean? Like, um, deletes her whole Instagram. Doesn't talk like deletes me off Snapchat because you can tell when the username actually shows the username versus like their name. Like, oh, yeah. so like yours would say Michael March, whatever you're like, yeah, I can't say it. Right? Marchison, Marchison. I always say Marchese in, in my head, yeah, a lot of people in my head. That's okay. All right, <laughs> um, but your, your, uh, your username could be like Mike24, yeah, yeah, so it showed her actual username, uh-huh. which means like she deleted me. So yeah. it's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? But again, I'm not smart enough at this time to be like. Red flags. I see red flags as green, so I'm like, da da. So I'm um, I'm not seeing these red flags. I mean, I am, but I'm just like, God, I just had a shitty relationship. Like, oh, I might as well stay with this girl. Also, when they're hot, it's really hard. I know that sounds I've gotten over shitty. That. Now I have. Let me, yeah. but I haven't gotten there in the story, but at yeah. this moment, I was not yeah. over it. I was like, oh, okay, I I I I need this. And um, so four days go by, four days, and she sends me a such a long eye message. Oh yeah, this is what I call this. this, this they, they send you Shakespeare. That's what I yeah, say. It literally, <laughs> they literally. It was so long that it, it iMessage turned it to a PDF where you have to Ooh, click. Have you seen that? Scary. Where no, you so I've there's there's two kinds. There's one that's so long that you'll see about a good three inches in the message, and yeah. you have to click on it, and then it'll say dot dot dot, and you see the rest. Then there's just when you send an image kazuna. that will just say PDF, and you'll just see the white part with this is PDF, like it's like an image that didn't have a thumbnail. And I was like, oh fuck me. Yeah, that's not good. No, so Shakespeare. I cl- I clicked it, and you know, it will tell you how many pages on the side. It was one out of six. Oh my so, god! So okay, again, again, okay. Maybe I'm just trying to be an idiot or nice. I'm like, maybe this is her way of trying to communicate. Like, sure, okay, give her that. In the moment, I was like, okay, probably not, but yeah. And this is before I read her. it, so I was like, okay, yeah, maybe she's trying to communicate with me, like, or just and eviscerate she can't you. Do it. And I was like, oh, God, I'm good. I was like, I got nervous before reading it. Like, of course, I was like. Not like she was gonna hit me, but I was like, I felt like a piano was gonna fall. This guy, I was like, yeah. what is happening? So, so she, I'm like, okay, one out of six. I was like, all right, five and a half pages are essentially a thesis or uh, written as a research paper as to why 
triggers happen and to why oh, like an academic paper a literal reason as to oh. what triggers how um uh which is cognitive true. think like which is true i guess yeah no but explaining to me how certain things will affect one thing and how i can make her do this and saying when i hit this point then i reached a point of something tosis and then my brain like it was a literal and i'm not i couldn't i was like what the fuck are you saying i almost texted you and like can you tell me what this should have said lol again yeah <laughs> <laughs> Ha. Oh, no, just like LOL, LOL. Um, unsend, no. Um, so I was like, okay. So I was reading it. It's five and a half pages of her. I don't want to say essentially justifying, but justifying with science as to why it happened. Which is a very male thing to do. It's so surprising. totally thing. And then about two sentences of, but perhaps I may have overreacted, but one of my triggers is telling me I've overreacted. You gotta, you gotta, you, you, so you, you it can't was, have your cake and eat it, it too. It was like, it was can like, can you use that excuse? It was like, it was like, she was literally like, okay, so I was like, I, I don't want to, I'm not using names. Triggered. Literally, I, I said, I was like, I'm gonna be honest with you, my trigger is becoming you just being upset. Like, you're yeah. mad before I even pick you up. Like, you're just, just upset. Yeah. Like, you're just, I, and, and, and I know it has nothing to do with me. I was just gonna say that it has nothing to do with you. I knew that, I knew that, but it's still, even though it doesn't have anything to do with you, it ends up. Having your, something, it ends to, up being your fault. It ends up being your fault. It ends up being you end up taking the burden over it. And I just did that for three years. I'm not so in this. So I was okay. So I'm reading this and I go, okay, so I'm not when you get upset, what's the best thing for me to do? Hmm. Like, what can I like? Not even trying to be submissive, just like, just tell me what's the best I can stay away from you. Oh, okay, yeah. Like, do you want, do you, are you, are you better with hugs? Are you better with space? Like, what do you, sure, all those love languages. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. That's so, what she said. So she, I'm like, again, so just think of it from my perspective. You don't know how to handle your emotions. You don't know how I can fix them. You you don't know what you want, but you're expecting me to like know all this stuff. Whatever, I, everything you're saying is like, it's it's just two people that have clearly cataclysmically different levels of inner development is what it is you know men just being in, mm. in totally just caught like deer in the headlights with women because they're so nervous about them mm. and like and rightfully so and i don't and i think just that's a very just natural thing of growing up as a man and um but think about from the women's perspective what that constantly feels like that they're not seeing they're not being seen for themselves. They're being seen as this unattainable entity right. of, which I think there's a certain level of, yeah, it's nice to be flattered and adulated as like this beautiful goddess, but like right. nobody sees them for who they actually are. Right. And, um, and I think that's why a lot of times women just have a lot of these defenses up because men are constantly trying to yeah. buy them drinks, do this, do that, give them money, take them places. And they got like their, their, their shields up. And I think for the, and, and, and sometimes men can get, self-conscious that you know women are always trying to brush me off and right. and but i think the reason for that is because nobody actually just sees them for who they are because and i think the only way you can do that is when you're genuinely not like feel completely outclassed by their beauty. And mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that you're like Brad Pitt too. It just right, means right. like, hey, my name's Jonathan. Hi, Jennifer. And it's just, you're just, how's it going? Right. You're like, wait a minute, how's it going? You're not like totally stopped in your tracks. And I think- or You're like, I just had part of a conversation and I didn't even think about it. Exactly. And then I think for the first time, they can just put their shield down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because the men don't have their weapons drawn at them trying to get it. 
Right. You know what I mean? And um, I don't know where I came up with that, but um, I was I was writing something about that the other day, and um, I think that's I think yeah, Jordan Peterson says something like that about how, you know, we just don't see them for what you know the the perception that we have of them. It kind of puts pressure on them, knowing that that's how we think about. But overcoming that is really important because, um, and I think that's 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 perhaps one of the tests men have in life, is learning to integrate that self-consciousness because it is important because it, it does help you improve yourself. Right. It does. Like right. there is something to say about not looking like a total slob and waking up in the morning and making your bed. <laughs> yeah, there is. Yeah. And, um, and maybe they're right about that. And I've had this with relationships in the past where they're like, you know, maybe you should wear this or that. And part of me is like, you're going to try to Barbie doll me and forget that. <laughs> and then like after the relationship, I'm like, maybe they were right. Maybe I should have just tried it. Like, yeah. You know. And no, no. And, and, and like, and I, then I did it in the relationship, but then afterwards I'm like, I, I still do it. I, yeah. I wear those jeans that they right. suggested. I wear the shoes. Right. Or I threw out the shoes that they said looked like burlap sacks. And I'm like, and they did. You know, like, they were right. They were right. Yeah, exactly. And so it's like, maybe there is something to say about a healthy balance of that. But that, I think that's, that's the biggest test in all of this is like what you're saying. Like, obviously the arguments aren't fantastic, but you know, also, the, the, another not so fun thing is a relationship where everything is totally yes, 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 perfect. You're good, great. You can do no wrong. Like there's, there's. I don't know if you've ever been in a situation like that, but it's very. I don't want to say like, oh, I need a challenge, but it's like. Have you ever been around somebody that is really a pushover? Yeah. It's, it's almost human nature to just not respect them i hate to say no, it. no no yeah 100 percent. and and i've been the person that has been a pushover yeah but then when once maybe i got a little bit more confident in myself and then there was people that felt like pushovers to me i'm and like you, yeah i get it i'm like no wonder people treat you this way right. because you let it happen right it's really sad and, um, and it, it, it's funny though because it's like it it, it that's not a good relationship either no but it, it can be from any you can be the strongest person in the world and if, if, if you're in a relationship with a person knows how to you're, then that means nothing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean. So it's like, it, it's it's intense. Yeah, and and but I think that's important to to see that growth because, and I experienced this a little a, a bit of this, you know, being on that show because then suddenly like the social media messages start coming from and people who and they start like just saying all this like ridiculous stuff like you're amazing, you're this and you're that and. Like, it's very much that, like, I'll do anything for you just if you just, like, accept my friend request. And it's like, <laughs> like Whoa. and it's like I get it now. This is not fun. Right. This is it's kind of strange. It's kind of weird. And right. it's kind of, um, I wouldn't want to be in a relationship where somebody just looked at me as this person that could do no wrong exactly. that I could just take advantage of. Exactly. And he's like, and he's like a, a good, healthy relationship is one where you slightly offset and challenge each other into increasingly better positions in life but i think the key there is in a balanced way right. it's not just these arguments that are meant to because i think a lot of times and men do this to women women do this to men and every everybody in between is we project our insecurities mm -hmm. onto our partners and mm -hmm. everything like what you're talking about that's like that's the most glaringly obvious thing like i think i, I got from that was something wrong in their life they were putting onto you right and what is a man to do you know 
Not to do other than we're also, help soothe the pains of his girlfriend. Exactly. With that, but at the same, because if if you if it, when you try to take care of yourself, then you're selfish. It's a tough one. It's a tough spot that you're in because you're all at the same. Because yes and no. You have a, you have. Also, when you when someone knows they have you or have like a oh, specific so love for you, it there is you can just pull them. It's so true. And it's it's just it's happened it's, to me, and I had to say I've I've been on the other end of that yeah, too. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. And it's crazy that you. You can you can be on both sides, but you can still find yourself doing, you know what I mean? That thing. Oh, so yeah. you know of 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 yeah, maybe uh, like you said, I was a pushover at one point in one relationship, and then I found the pushover, and then you take advantage of that person, and it's like you know how can you? It's it's almost like when you you tell yourself that you be, you try to make yourself believe like, oh, I'm not capable of that. I wouldn't do something like that. But as soon as you're put in that position, it almost becomes human nature to human take advantage nature. of someone or to take advantage yeah. of a, situ a specific situation or of what's happening or be if you know that necessarily there aren't any consequences or repercussions to it. And 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 there's no repercussions when you, based in like figuratively speaking, when you know they can't kick your ass. And I, what I'm saying yeah. is like, if you're in a fist fight and you pull out a gun, you're going to win. Yeah. There's nothing they can do. So there's no fear of doing anything because it's like there's no consequences for you. And, you know, what you said is like that it's that really famous psych concept, which I've just been enamored with lately. It's 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 people getting in tune with their inner dark side of their shadow. And that's what I was saying. That's that's why all these Disney movies are the same. All these um like uh X Men or and uh, uh and like Marvel Cinematic Marvel Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's Peter Parker became aware of his inner darkness. Venom, and he became this cool guy, this mm. famous guy, alluring, sexy, strong, right. powerful. Not well, except in Spider-Man Three, Tobey Maguire did not pull that look off. He ended up looking like like he should be in Depeche mode. I f I forget in the in the third was the, was it the one where he was looking a little yeah yeah. So that's the original. So the new Venom is different, but the original one when he had the the hair, thing, it was like it was funny. It was like at the time we didn't think of it, but now you're looking, you're like, I would have made fun of that kid, and like it was like, funny. But like, but when you see it overtaking him, and yeah. and and like, what's another example of that in a movie? It's uh. It's it's in all movies. It's where the dark side is always alluring. Yeah, and I it's just like you said when, you know when literally Star when, Wars when, when you okay I can't believe anything of that. Obviously, the most glaringly obvious one, literally the dark side. <laughs> yeah, they didn't even try to sugarcoat it. Yeah, and, they literally called it. Yeah. And and it's this constant battle between light and dark, and it's not eradicating the dark as though it doesn't exist. Right. And it's what Peterson always says. It's integrating it in a way, such a way that you're aware of it, and and accepting that it is a part of you yeah. because it's it will always be a part of you and the way i look at that is no matter how careful you are you know people who shoot guns for example or like me with like all my sharp japanese knives cooking no matter how i don't know how you have any fingers still it's me too there's I have <laughs> plenty of scars but but that proves my point no matter how good you are no matter how careful you are that blade is always going to be sharp and if you're not careful, it will cut you. Right. But utilizing that sharp blade really helps with a lot of things. So it's this thing of like, there is this benefit of the shadow. There is this benefit of that inner dark side. There's this benefit of being strong. Knowing you might get cut Of too. being confident, but you always have to respect that this is a dangerous tool. And if I'm not careful, it's going to cut me. Right. You know, that whole thing of always treat a gun as though it's loaded kind right. of a thing, which is. Right. The, the, the knife and the gun doesn't have to be careful. You do. 
Exactly, because it is inherently dangerous, and if you're not careful, it will hurt you. But if you're not, it won't. Which, but what that tells me more than anything is you need. There's you have to constantly be aware. Mm. You have to constantly be present. You have to constantly be cognizant and conscious of what's going on, and that's how you can navigate these things. Because some people, you know, like uh, and I'll be cutting something like really sharp, like really, and they're like, "Oh, be careful with that." And to me, it's like, as long as I'm careful, I won't cut myself. That's my mindset right, right. of. As long as I'm present, I don't have any fear of getting cut. Right. And in my martial arts studio, we had this uh, this board of tenets, like kind of you could say like uh, mission statements. Okay. And one of them, my favorite, and all of them are my favorite at any given and on any given day, depending <laughs> on what like life lesson it brought yeah. me. <laughs> but one of them was accidents occur out of idleness. Oh. Wow. Which is like, yeah, hundred percent true. Every even everything you said, like you know, being so, just uh what's the word captivated by the moment and like, Oh, mm -hmm. the sensation that I'm not, pick me up, do this, do that. And freaking out. And it's like, it's a, in a way you can kind of consider that idleness. Cause you're so freaked out about the moment. You can't wait, what's going on here. Looking at the bigger picture. And I'm not saying that's easy. That's very hard to do, mm -hmm. but like it's, it's, and if you look at every time something is happening in your life, it's, it's some form of idleness, yeah, some type of mistake. And like every time I've cut myself, all it takes is just a sliver. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is, it's always just a sliver that gets you. And the analogy I always like to use for that is like, you know, you always use your seatbelt. Very few times has the seatbelt probably genuinely saved your life. Right. But when it has saved your life, it's saved your life. Right, exactly. exactly. It's like it's, there's, that's that's why it's always there. And um, where's it going with that? Um, oh, yeah, the shadow, the dark side thing. And, and I think that's really important. That kind of goes back to what we were saying about um, the whole toxic masculinity thing. And because a lot of people accuse Peterson of being like this guy promoting toxic masculinity and this and that. And first of all, I think it's just a very nuanced subject. Mm. You, it's, you can't just explain it in a minute. And one time I got kind of upset at one of my friends, he, because he's a fellow engineer and um, he's like, and he's like, well, you know what they say, man. He's like, well, explain this to me in a minute. Cause you know what they say. If you, if you can't explain it in to a five-year-old then you don't know it well enough. And I'm like, bitch, <laughs> like are you really gonna do me like that like you've been in the classes i've been into yeah i can tell somebody that einstein's theory of relativity is basically like um the sun is really big picture it like a bowling ball and a trampoline it sucks things into it right. okay does that mean you're a phd physicist that really understands yeah. Einstein? no you don't you probably just heard it and re regurgitated. regurgitated it and i can tell you a sliver of it that gives you a general idea but you don't know the nuances of yeah. it so it's like to talk about these subjects like you know toxic masculinity and like or like relationships or like you know what maybe guys did to girls that was wrong or what girls did to guys that was wrong they're they're very nuanced subjects and right. you can't just say like this means that and whenever they do this you should do that and well and the crazy thing is from what i've noticed is at least in this area or at least in this time age is yeah. is the tables are actually turning in the sense of guys used to hold all the cards guys used to you know we you can't do the fuck blind you're doing this it's, girls now have switched the game where like you said you have they have two or three on the bench before you've you know like on the on the starter bench before you've even sat down they have, yeah. they, they, they have, I'm not saying, but in the, the, the culture of get them to buy this or do them that this, or just swipe that am it's, it's becoming, I think it's, it's becoming more of like a, like if you go talk to a 20 year old girl right now, what she's looking for or what she's, that's because of social media still, but no, but no, 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 I agree with you're still saying, a, and I don't think that has really I think that has always existed. I think that whole idea of courting a woman and taking her out, and, I, and great. 
I don't think it's a bad thing at all. Right. And I think that should happen. But the way that it has skewed itself like, oh, into the 2020 car, way. It's like, wait. No, is everybody like that? No. We also have to consider, like, we're in LA. Things are not like this in Topeka. That's so true. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, Wichita, Kansas. Is, and, everyone's probably chilling. But, um, but at the same time, even people in Topeka and all these other places that may not be LA, New York, and Miami is, uh, they're seeing the same social media. Yeah. And um, it's not that courtship courting has changed i think men have always courted women for the most part but i think more. women were more you could say tasteful about it yeah now it's just it needs to be more blatant and flashy blatant it needs to be on the flashy, ground something that they can instagram something that has shows that says hey look look i have something or someone that you know not all the time and yeah. i'm not blaming i'm not trying i'm not trying to women hate or bash or anything but i'm just saying like largely this is what happens and and because you know i see friends of mine girls um friends of mine on um on instagram and like it's 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 all about the shit that their boyfriends do for them and right. and i don't think that should be translated as the role and duty of a boyfriend and th this is what you should strive for this is what's altruistic this is what's yeah. honorable is is how many things i can get you how many places i can take you i think those things are great right but i think they're secondary at best yeah you know because, I mean, also, if you're going to be stuck with someone for a while, it's not about where they can take you. It's about what they can say and do with you when you can't go anywhere. I think you and I speak similar love languages. Yeah, for <laughs> Seriously. No, exactly no, no, no literally. And, and I mean, literally mean those love languages that people talk about. No, there's, yeah, there's with five of them, right? Yeah, it's uh, acts of service. Acts of service, um, affirmation. Yeah. Um, it is uh, not punching in the face. Yeah, right. I'm just kidding. Um, which is a conversation we were having too, because it's like sometimes when you quality get Quality time is one of them. Quality time is definitely one. Uh, gifts. Yeah, gift gifts. Gifts is a physical thing. And then um, touch. Touch, yeah. Touch is the other one. Um, speaking of touch, but sometimes you'll get in an argument and they'll just get right in your face as if it was, you're like, if I was, if you were a guy, I would kill you. Oh, it's a tough Not literally, one. or like, but, but then, or like, I saw it uh, two days ago. I was, uh, I was out at the Third Street Promenade, and this, they were out in oh, front of no. a place called Ye King's Old Head. It's an old British bar. Couples uh, arguing. Two couple arguing, and she's like, like literally in his face, and she throws the drink, does the drink, and he's sitting there looking like if you were a guy, I'd put you through the fucking wall, and and but that all that's also where it comes into like the because you'll get someone right to that point and then back away and be like why are you acting crazy why are you acting crazy why are you acting it's like they don't ever want to talk about how you got there they just want to talk about you yeah when exactly you're when you wait you lost your temper you're a man that loses his temper what you're about a the toxic thirty minutes male. of you just shitting on me and yeah. I stayed quiet and here's what I hate about that like in sparring and martial arts and it goes arts, both ways I'm sure oh yeah, yeah trust me I think if anybody wins the like uh, abuse argument it's men men for sure we definitely unfortunately but um that's true and but mentally it's women women will mental like n mental ninjas we're just we say really terrible shit well i think and i think the reason for that is because women don't have the same like means not means but like they're just not as physically expressive as men so and, and peterson talks about this he goes so what, what do women do in order to express it because they're not going to kick each other's asses usually rarely that happens yeah, guys will reputation <laughs> destruction slander gossip those are their weapons those are their punches kicks and, so and tire slashes so true. But um, but I'm just saying, you know, it, the the anger has to be let out somehow. It's so true. Men are more physical about it, and women are more 
It's you like it really is slandering because sometimes because if someone breaks up, the first thing you hear is, "Oh, he wasn't shit," or "He wasn't this." It's like, wait a second, like, you wasn't saying that three weeks ago, or when you mm-hmm. go back to him every month, like what? reputation destruction, and this is a very ugly thing. People think that's oh, that's I, you know, getting punched in the face is worse. I'm like, nah, I, I'll I, get, I'll get over that. Exactly, and I'm not saying one's better than the other, but it's like just the anger has to be let out. But what I, what I was saying earlier is, um, I forget it was um. Oh, yeah. In sparring and martial arts, one thing I hated when people did this is, oh, let's go easy. Let's go light. And they suddenly just crank it up to 100. I'm like, I, you thought, you, I be- thought you wanted to go easy and light, not to try to showing off, showing off and trying to get one on me like that. And 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 what I hate about that is, is this is or it's the people that will do will make fun of you all day, but mm. can never take a joke themselves. That's the equivalent of that sparring and martial arts. Is, yeah. Hey, let's go easy. And then they try to punch you directly in the face and you're like i thought we were going easy and it's and oh, or they bring or, up that thing that they know is going to hurt you or, or, or when you so. finally go to get them and they're like wait control yourself you're and it's like you weren't you weren't you exactly. literally just kicked me in the chest and okay. so so here's what i see that with the whole like the when females do that and this is what sucks is because they are what sucks is they're dancing in territory that they know you can't dance in and they're and they're relishing in it putting their finger in your chest yeah. and yelling at you yeah. and 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 doing everything they can to provoke you knowing that you're not allowed to do and that. And you're to also them. one movement away from from the cops coming a restraining and them order now a felony being on, on the your highest record. of yeah, exactly. They're now on the highest of, of chairs because it's like, well, look, I have a police report. I have this or this is physical evidence. How many like well, I probably shouldn't, but it's like okay, if you look, there's at there's no solution to that. Yeah, what, like what do I don't you think do? there is a solution. Do you just you walk away? You have to, and that's what I said. The whole and then the there whole, goes your reputation. Like anyway, they still get you. Even you know what I mean. Like it's like uh. to me, it's like this though. If you really are a genuinely kind, honest person that just looks to do the right thing, eventually that's gonna surface. Yeah, they could say all the terrible things about you. But then enough people are going to know this isn't true. Yeah, and enough people will bat for you. And honestly, it's like the way I look at that, if you if you really are a good person, you have nothing to worry about. Right. And and because that whole thing is it only works when they think you're going to worry about it. Yeah. If you don't worry about it, there's no ammunition there's there. There's no fuel to the fire. I like to look at it like this. One uh we had it sounds like an off tangent, but there is this topic we studied in one of my engineering classes that's called a uh, rotating unbalance and um, or the thing of eccentric masses and the way it, it's it's actually pretty simple uh, it's like when your when your car starts vibrating really hard at a certain speed yeah and it's because there's um, your tires aren't balanced and what they do when you go to a, a like a tire balancing center or like just any tire shop all they do is they attach these chunks of lead in different spots and it's just little tiny chunks of lead and then that restores the balance of the tire and what that really says is when something is 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 off center it doesn't take very much to tip the system yeah it doesn't take much like like a diving board you could put you know a 10 pound weight at the end of a diving board and it's going to really deflect it because there's just so much leverage at that point and to me i've always considered emotions that are uncontrolled are like leverage for the other person when they when they know you have an emotion that's really volatile, yeah. you're giving them a lot of leverage right. to be able to mess with you. So when you can not be affected by something like them trying to destroy your reputation, there's no leverage. It's true. Yeah. 
there's no leverage. And I mean, I think easier said than done, but, um, because the, the, the hardest time to control your emotions is when they're most likely to get out of control. Right. Or when, yeah, when, especially when they're being messed with, when they're being messed with. And it's like, you could be, you could have your shit together 99% of the time, but that 1% of the time that you don't is when all of the problems are created. Yeah. It's like you could wear your helmet all the time, but that one time, one time you, got, you fell on your skateboard and you didn't have your helmet on is the you time you got a concussion. Yeah, it's exactly. like, it's like, that's all that matters. And it's just, it's hard, man. Like I know that, um, and social media doesn't help. I think social, and I've, I've actually, social media in every way has brought relationships, actual hookups has, has made it incredibly easy. It has made relationships incredibly hard. And the hookup culture, the 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 increase in the hookup culture has made the relationships more difficult. Absolutely, and I, I it's all synonymous. It all goes it's hand in hand. Oh, I mean, hundred percent. One starts with one, then it goes with because when the this is a kind of maybe maybe it's just me, but think of it this way: if you hang out with a girl and you go on a date with her, right? Yeah. Like Bumble, and you guys sleep together on the first date, you may not think of anything of it. I certainly wouldn't, because that's just you know that normal. happened to me one right. time. Exactly what you said. Right. So no, that's just norm for me. Like that's mm-hmm. like that's. So, but in my head, in my head, that happens, right? Mm. You date the girl. Mm. From that moment, whether you think about it or not, there is a slight insecurity or worry because in your mind, if it was that easy to sleep with her that time, yeah, then why wouldn't it be for anybody else? Of course, of course. That, that thought goes to everybody. So it's head. also like, you're all, but you're also in this weird thing where you're putting unfortunately her in a bad situation because she's also like like at the same time it's like okay then yeah we both want the same thing which is clearly you want to have sex at some point but it's also like if you're going to respect me like why am i getting why would i no one looks at us weird for doing that on the first Mm -hmm. date but with them it's true though it's the other way you're right it's this this, this, this thing that guys can sleep with a lot of women and they're considered to be a champ but the opposite happens with women and they're considered to be a slut right and it's like no i feel like that should also be like you're either both sluts you're both champs and it's like at the same time it's like it's like I don't know why that that's is true, self, but if but if you think about it like that, may, maybe like if you would have dated that girl, like when you're, I mean, it, it could just be certain people, but you have that thought because you're just like, is this how you always are? Was it just a one time thing where we just am I that special? Or like, is this? So it's it like starts to mess with you when you're in a relationship, not maybe on a oh, normal day to day basis, but like let's just say. She happens to be out with her girls one day, and you, you're you having an insecure day, which happens. You're not supposed to say anything. You're supposed to just eat it and deal mm-hmm. with it. But in your head, you could be like, oh, I slept with her on the first day in my head. Like, she'll probably do that shit too. And, and it kind of messes with you. And in your head, you're like, God, I wish you wouldn't like not slept with me on the first date. But in your head, you're like, I was trying for that. I was so, trying to, So it's yeah. like you've now created this weird, and that's from social media as well, because I feel like when you've created, a, an est- especially apps that are just aesthetic-based only, and don't get me wrong, this is literally the only reason why I thrive. Because if you look at me as a human being, I'm probably terrible. But on the outside, like, this is what, okay, great. Boom, swipe right, swipe right. Mm-hmm. So you've already put it in a aesthetic-only spot. You are now judging a human being off of one picture yes. and yes. a slight tagline. Yes. Yes. So it's 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 just it's everything has changed into it's like do do I trust you? Like do I? Do, what I do you think, think you just. Like, I think yeah. You, it's just the way you approach it. Like, um, dude, I one time I went on this Tinder date and we ended up just talking about education the whole time. That's cool. I was and I realized cool. I realized when I got there, I'm like, I was I'm not interested. Right. But you're a nice person. I could have a conversation with you. Exactly. And like that was that. 
And I know, I think she kind of wanted a little more, but I just like, that's as far as I can take it. And right, like, right. to be perfectly honest, you kind of lied on your Tinder pictures. So. Yeah, right. Exactly like that. <laughs> I don't know why people, you know what's funny too? Oh, I'm, of course. This is why why wouldn't they? But here's the thing. Why wouldn't Here's the equivalent. Here's the equivalent. A girl taking only head up photos. Your first thought is immediately, you don't want to take any body pictures. Yes. So you're fat. Yes. Okay. For you to throw one body picture in there or to not throw any in there and to think, oh, he'll just like me for my personality. Or, right? Here's the thing though. Here's that is the same thing as if I told you I was an a glor if I told you I was a a, a record producer. Yeah. And then I wasn't. Uh-huh. It's the same like, thing. But it, it is but, but I'm the I'm the liar. And and but but when you do that, I'm a piece of shit because I'm not seeing past your vanity. Oh well you just you don't like me for my face. It's like hold on, you also lied. Like you did you, you put different pictures and now it's like, man. One thing I've learned is everybody has vanity. Yeah, it's it's. I just don't everybody. understand. And not only if you look at your, someone's photo, like profile, I've noticed oh. girls' second photo from their first one is two different people. So oh, if yeah. you see the first profile, you're like, oh damn. You swipe yeah. to the next one, you're like, hold on. By the third photo or fourth, it's yeah. a different person. Yeah, you're just like. And that's social media because it's it's we're allowed to put a highlight reel, reel of our lives these days, and yeah, you're only seeing the highlights exactly. And and I've I've actually attributed a lot of things to it, and I think the short format content of social media like Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter does not allow any space for um, genuine, real connections or into it, uh, uh, general connections and real conversation about nuanced topics yeah. because you're it's it's the the content is inherently generally short format so you can't really so like yeah when you're swiping through these dating apps and stuff it's not meant to be thorough and because yeah, doesn't it feel like when you're typing on a computer or like typing an email it's more long format you're like mentally adjusted to writing a paragraph instead of a sentence i will spell out all my words i will do there's no you as in the but, letter but when you're on this thing you're like gosh this this text is getting really long which might be just a sentence when you're writing an email but it, exactly so it's like the mental approach we take to these things when we're swiping on a phone it's we're in very short format exactly form right now and it's like that doesn't lend itself to a relationship. And now I think if you utilize these dating apps as just a foot in the door to right. meet people. Now, here's the thing. The people using dating apps like that much are usually probably not really seeking relationships. Not really. And no. and if they are, very few and far between. And if they happen to meet each other, then great for them. Like I've met a couple good people right. on, on some of those. And um, um but largely not. And right. I think I've always said, consider it like the penny slots. If you hit the jackpot, great, but don't expect to. That's fucking really great. <laughs> I love that. Oh, my God. That's that's exactly what it, it doesn't is. doesn't cost much. No. You're no. probably not going to win. And if you win, you feel good about it. Yeah. You, yeah, you didn't really do anything to do. You know, great. And if you don't, but then mm -hmm. there, there's all, the flip side is there are people who, who get on that. And by getting no matches or by getting nothing, it then now diminishes their self-esteem. And for someone who wasn't even ready to go out in public is now even more afraid because they can't even do it over the internet. A lot of these social media things, um, um, platforms have really had a lot of psychologists behind them. And it's, 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 it's meant to exacerbate addictive behavior. Even the, like, um, like the ellipsis when somebody is typing something, any type of notification of engagement it's a reward system. I do something, mm. I get a like button, I get a comment, I get a tag, I get a this. It's no different than pulling the slot machine and the lights going it's off. True. And it's the same like psychological mechanism. And 
which is why it's, I think, so destructive to youth because it's almost like we're letting 10-year-olds play with slot machines now. Essentially. and With and, a range of more information that they should probably have access to. Not uh, not only that, but um, just the, how it's just cognitively shaping them at such a young age to be in, in, in like the, the data is very clear. Rogan has uh, a, a, a psychologist professor. I forget what his name was. I can totally see his face though. Um, <laughs> but, but, but he studied, he's like, it's like significantly increased like female depression and suicide mm. rate and like uh, teenage girls because of stuff like this. And, because um, females is just such a largely implicitly competitive nature where they're like, you know, they're competing against each other all the time. Social media is just this massive platform to who's looking better than somebody who's else, getting, whose boyfriend got them the nicer gift, whose who boyfriend's likes, who's got the most likes, who's got the prettiest picture, you know, who has the most tags, who's traveling, whose boyfriend is taking them to more expensive places, who has the nicest car. And like men are definitely like that. But I think, I think it's more prevalent as I think it's more yeah. prevalent with women, and um, if anything, with men, it would be like, "Look how hot she is." Here's my picture. Yeah, yeah. Girls is like, "Did you see his BMW? Did you see his car? Did you know he works here?" It's like, here's the funniest thing too. When you, I don't know if you, you can agree with me, but um, when you talk to your guys and you're talking like about a girl, you ask like, "What do you like about her? What's the thing? Like, what? Tell me something about it." The first thing, the first thing that girls talk to each other about when they say, "Oh, what does he do?" Yeah. What does he do? That's his socioeconomic status. That's the first question that usually what pops up. When was the last time you were talking to your guy and he was like, or you, what does she do? Yeah, well, what does she do what for she a living? Do? That's usually that like, the, beside you, what does she do? Like, that's like the last, that's probably maybe answer question 10, mm -hmm. 15. Men, men, men don't usually seek that. And it's the thing. And even if you think about it, what do you think about what does she do? Like, it, it might be kind of important. And I think, I mean, I at least want her to be. But you it's know, not ever on, on our checklist usually of like, of like, I mean, yes, you should not be working at Starbucks at 27. But my, my, when I'm looking at what do you do, that's not in my top five things. Well, I wouldn't even say so much what you do as far as like, what is it? What does what you do mean for you? Mm. Like, are you doing something that you're passionate about? Do you are love you just it? making a paycheck? Are you just making a paycheck? Or Yeah, exactly. Like, I think that's what's more important to me. Um, like, I don't. But like your 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 your. But I don't look at. But I don't. Not, I was just gonna say exactly. That's I'm not, not looking at it as a metric of socioeconomic status. Yeah, that's not. Like, yeah, what do you? I would love to know what you do, but I don't need to know how much money you make. No, not at all. And not at all. That is the number. I feel like at least in the top three things that they will discuss. Mm -hmm. If it's someone who's very serious, which is just perhaps you could say it's the way we're wired. And it may not be good or bad. It's just I mean, the maybe way it's our are. their version of us being like, "Does she have good tits?" Like, I don't know. But and it, and it, and it may very well be. be. Yeah. Okay. And and in that sense, I like to look at it as perhaps men are men and women are women, and these are the things that they're into. And maybe there is no blame to be placed about them. But I think where it does start getting skewed is um, sometimes on social media. You know, they think if you're their girlfriends boyfriend took them to london well shit why aren't you taking me to london and here's the thing that's so, so true so much is being blasted on the forefront of our knowledge that like my sister was telling me this the other day and she's like you know i used to be really it's funny she's, she tells me these things that i was just painfully unaware of but like she's like i was really insecure about my hair when i was in high school and i didn't like how it was frizzy and curly that's what i was spending so much time straightening it and and cutting it and because i hated having this big frizzy hair because it made me feel insecure and then one day this this guy came up and said hey like um 
or she's he my sister says I'm like I hate how my, how my hair's frizzing he was like I think your hair's fine just the way it is I think it looks great and then she's like and that changed me from that moment on and I'm just like that changed you and to me it's like you know you would think maybe that would come a bit more internally as opposed to externally and then she started mentioning about like uh you know I started feeling a little more self-conscious about my weight and then when you see all these things online and you know don't you think that these magazine covers influence women to be certain ways oh, yeah. and you know Victoria's Secret models and I'm like I don't think that's a simple yes or no answer I think it's a few things I think one yours why wasn't Tyra Banks and Cindy Crawford and all these people just being plastered as these 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 icons of um Fashion. unattainable female beauty 20 years ago when like Tyra Banks was like, like hot and heavy on Victoria's Secret right because where was the only time you ever saw those pictures if you went to the store yeah or if there was maybe catalog or maybe a catalog or maybe something that came in the mail but now with these phones all day, every day, if you're not seeing it here on a Facebook feed, yep. you're seeing it on an Instagram feed, you're seeing it on an ad, you're seeing it on a text message, you're seeing it on um, a Facebook yep. feed, you're seeing it on Snapchat. It's just, it's bombarded, 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 bombarded. So it seems as though it's much more present than it really is. Yeah. But I don't, but at the same time, perception is reality. And if that's what your perception is, then that that's is your reality. your reality. Yeah, that's true. And and that's the sad thing about it. So I told her, I'm like, I don't think that it's necessarily bad because, um, first of all, people need a because I've done a lot of photography with a lot of like models like that, and it's extraordinarily difficult to get in that kind of shape. So and people think, oh, these models have been pretty their whole lives. They don't do anything. They eat pizza all day, and they just look like that. I'm like, first of all, that's on any given day, they don't look like that. Yeah, they Most look about. 80 percent 90 percent that but when it's time to do like the, the glow up yeah the the, the <laughs> okay you're gonna shoot in two three weeks they change their diet they they dehydrate themselves a day or two before the mm -hmm. shoot they they mm -hmm. they low low salt so they don't bloat themselves and there's like a science to it there's a science to it Literally. and that's why they look like that for that shoot but you just see that shoot that lives on forever but you don't know that was just did two you days see them when life. they woke up or rehydrated or did you see the three hours they were in the hair in the makeup chair and the 10 hours they were shooting that day and 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 you know also the, my edits asshole no, I'm just the, the edits and then the 20 and i'm, I'm, I'm not even talking my photography i'm talking just like when you see victoria's secret uh, yeah, spread yeah, yeah. in my right. mind i'm looking at that and because right. that's like the like quintessential oh this is what like the most beautiful type of woman looks like and right so like, why is it so much of a problem today? And I think maybe that's because we're just seeing more of it on social media. But that still doesn't um, mean that it doesn't negative Im negatively impact young girls. No, it has to because you have, and that's the sad part. People that are essentially just popular or famous because of their face, because of their ass, because of you know, you have a person who takes a picture of their ass and gets five million likes, but then literally puts like that a much. legitimate ass information out there or you have things that are going on even in other countries and think you get no notoriety it promotes sensationalism at all yeah and i think that's what i said it, that's a really um a testament to the to the to the sensational short content format of a lot of these platforms is it's meant to be I like to look at it like this. It hits hard like a shot of tequila. It's not meant to be sipped for a long period of time, like a nice story that you read right. for 20 minutes. It's meant to hit hard and you forget about it. I don't it's, really think I've experienced jealousy on social media. I definitely have experienced that, you know, post a picture, let's see how many likes it gets. Mm -hmm. And um, as algorithms change, and I've noticed this, man, like, you know, you, po you, you post a picture of a quote 
doesn't get as many likes as a selfie. Yeah. And it's like they're... Is that algorithm-based or is that personality-based? That's all algorithm-based. So so when you post a photo, it knows it's a quote versus a face photo. And I just look at that as like, you know, how do these Snapchat filters detect your face? I'm sure that face detection technology is in like every aspect of photo submission in a lot of these platforms. And um, so they're they're even trying starting to um, change your stories. So I don't know if you notice this, but like in um, Facebook, if you post a photograph that might have something that isn't statistically accurate, it'll oh they 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 remove it. it. So Instagram just did this. I posted a meme with Donald Trump on it, and it just said uh, it was just like a meme. Yeah. And they were like, "We're we're covering this because it's not factual information." Yeah. Even though it wasn't, it was just a meme. Yeah, it wasn't like you're trying to. So it's like. It's you know what's is scary there about someone that? actually reading everything that you post? No, I think they, they I think they're just s- extremely advanced detection algorithms, visually, verbally. Because I was like, there's no way a human no, being would be not. doing that. I think their their technology is incredibly advanced. And like one time back here, I was doing those ice bath things. And, oh, um, I, dude, that was I remember you. I was like, I, I was mean, into it for like that a was month. insane. I was like, I want to try that, but the only way I would do that is if like you're in a like a place where it's like already ready to go. All right, do it. Because if I did that shit on my own, I would end up just. I would look like David Blaine at the bottom. No, because it's like, yeah, when you got to take the ice out and do it, and it's like, it's like you're opening your own coffin. It's like, I'm going (laughs) to get in. But if it's already there, all you have to do is get in. It's probably easier. Right. But like, um, so I was doing that back there, and like, you really start to realize once you do a couple of these, you need a really big tub. And so I'm like, well, the only thing I got is like this big trash can. And so I just filled it up with ice, and then I, I captioned the picture. Because I was in the trash can that said, men are trash. <laughs> yes. uh-huh. And it got flagged. Because for like uh, inappropriate comments or something like that, I'm like, wow. What the fuck? Yeah. But the scary thing about that to me is what you're saying about posts being flagged and stuff, whether it's left or right, whoever. It's the fact that they're pulling information. Yeah. As that that's that's the beginning of censorship. Yeah, that's the beginning of just the government controlling what you can say. This is like you know how you said about like you know that first tiny red flag in the relationship that didn't yeah. seem like much, and people forget this about the Nazi Party. The Nazi Party didn't take over Germany overnight and yeah. suddenly open up these 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 concentration camps and death camps and and and, and Auschwitz and all that. The Nazi Party did that over the Started course of like with 20, one thing, 15, two, 20, yeah. 25 years and and slowly gained power. Like, And they were considered a nothing party at first. Like, these mm-hmm. guys will be phased out in a year or two. Nobody yeah. likes them. Nobody's part of the party. They're not famous. They're just some weird independent. They're trying to be different. Weird mustaches. <laughs> yeah. Never make it. But, and lo and behold, and it's, <laughs> just, it's just one micro step each day and it makes a difference and that's the scary thing i see about that and i don't care who's left or who's right or who's saying right and wrong it's the i think first of all you all it's being censored yeah me too (laughs) especially this year me too what the hell like Um, now i'm definitely not the person to take it political advice from i don't know my facts i'm not this political the source of knowledge but i will say I, I, I think I, if somebody was compelling, you would be obvious. Yeah, and it's not. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I would say. I, I would like, like I don't. I'm not a, the best judge of character, but I do know when I look at two people and go, mm, right. We should probably be single for like four years. Right. Let's just chill. Right. Wow. Like I, I don't feel compelled to. Yes, I will glaringly vote. Yeah. And the sad thing is, and it's, it's almost, it almost put a pressure on you where it's like, okay, maybe, maybe I might like. This might be. This is just my personal opinion. There's a, such a pressure. To vote, and I understand the need behind sure, it. Sure, vote, course, get out and vote. Course. If you can't complain, if you don't vote, I totally get that. Mm-hmm. But 
It's like you're ostracized if you don't, or if you vote for somebody they the didn't same, want to vote for. Exactly. And it's like, hold on a second. My right to vote and my right to vote for whoever I want should be synonymous. It should be the same thing. So my your respect to who I vote for should be the same respect as if I anymore. don't vote. It's not about that anymore. You know, it's like, oh, well, you're you're part of the problem if you don't vote. But the thing is, is... Maybe the whole thing's the problem. Well, part of your problem is you have two sorts of votes. You have a, an electoral vote and you have a popular vote. And mm -hmm. to me, shouldn't the... The word popular is... It's like, yeah. How do you have more people vote for what? So that's what doesn't make sense to me. But um, I, I feel like for me, this year is the first time I really kind of took a stand where I was like... I mean, last year also because they were just... It was just... It was really bad of like the two choices. Like, mm -hmm. I mean you had one person that everyone hated because he didn't shut up and you had another person that a very specific demographic of people hated mm -hmm. so it was like who do you choose between the worst of two evils That's what that needs to like. stop being the choice yeah. of two like you like, can't I gotta be honest I really want to like Biden I really wanted to but just I just I don't feel like it's can't. just the best I really don't I, I can't, feel like I, there's I, no one in there there's like not. I just think he's and it's, and it's and I'm not just going off of I'm looking at the media making him look like an idiot, but I really just think he he just he is really old. He's a Honda Civic with four hundred fifty thousand miles. It did great, but yeah, but it's time. Yeah, and um, so am I in love with Trump? No, no, I'm not. No, I'm really not. I don't. I don't love the guy. Also, as a, as a, if you look at like some policies, I can find how people agree with certain things he does. Absolutely, one hundred percent. But as a human being yeah. who, yeah. at least, I don't know about you, but who, and I don't hate him, I don't, but for someone who belongs to a race of people that has sing, he has single-handedly brought a war against, or has, you just can't. And I don't oh, understand yeah, yeah. how you can honestly sit there and, you know, when it's like, obviously we know both parties do not care. No parties care about us. That's 100% accurate. You can be Green Party, Blue Party, Red Party. It don't give a shit. They don't care. They yeah. don't care. They, yeah. don't. they don't. They don't. But to to align yourself, or at least one of the more depressing things about it for me this year was, because I think outside of politics, Donald Trump is hilarious. He's funny as fuck. Because he doesn't care His what people His tweets think. are hilarious. Like, everything is funny for someone who was not the president, president of the United yeah, States. It's like, that's, that's all Our fun apprentice, and games. We all kind of loved him. He was funny. it's entertainment, but exactly. we're running a country. It's not entertainment. It you can't and, and, treat your CNN like a spot on and you, the apprentice. Like, yeah. and, with, and with diseases and things, you can't just, you, you can't do that. So, yeah. so, so it, it, was, it, was, it was just like, you know, I, I can't, I don't understand how you can before like this year really showed that there's a lot of friends or people out there who won't allow racism to stop a vote or for what they believe in like you have allowed um sexism racism hatred that has not stopped like n you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? it's like that has none of that has stopped you from still supporting someone mm -hmm. like and that's the mm -hmm. thing that has gotten to me the most is i understand the policies i understand all of that but if we're going for like a more for who our kids can look up to or who this is America, it's going to yes. be really hard when the person at the top is going, those are rapists, those are murderers. These people blow up planes. These are terrorists. Like it's it's 
It's so true. It's in, true. In, in my head, true. just because, yes, maybe he's good for the economy, and I respect that, but he's not good for the people that are going to grow well, up and learn that racism is okay well, and this, hatredism is okay. And like, they, that's well, not. That's what you're saying about like, like relationships and stuff is we could be congruent on eight out of 10 of the topics, but those two non negotiables just ruin the whole thing. Like, I, you can't have a great economy and, and be okay with. You know, making racist remarks to other to or, other people, or, or making fun of people who are retarded or homophobic, or like it's not okay, especially holding such a high public office, like like the highest public office we have. Like you so want to, you want, yeah, it's just it's 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 insane. So you you have to kind of look at it from. That's the only reason why I'm looking at it from that standpoint. It's like, do I like do I like Biden? No, no, not at all. But is that a better representation of what our country should be, as at least on a moral level? Mm-hmm. Let's let's take policies and economic out of it morally like it's hard because like then you look at it on the other side where you know economics is so and so important in the sense that but our economy actually sucks right now so that's no right now yes but like what i'm saying is um what's better somebody with morals or somebody who can get the working class and, and 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 poor people working again like i don't know what the right answer is that's really hard and i think people like to pigeonhole these problems as we're going to do this therefore we're the best and i just think these problems are so much more complicated than that and that's one thing i've learned running a business or doing a project or making a podcast or some anything like that is however easy you think it is or however hard you think it is multiply it by, by 10, 10 and that's probably how hard it's going to be and then realize that the day of the project it's going to double in complexity yeah. because everything's going to go wrong and 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 that's what I was saying earlier about the the I attribute a lot of this just nonsense these days to this uh, inherently short format short content format a lot of social media platforms it doesn't allow the space to have a nuanced opinion about right. anything you it, it's meant to give mic drop level one-liners sink or swim yeah yeah exactly it's supposed to make these sensational one-liners that like are hard this side or hard that side and it's like and i'm saying this for left and right i got a lot of friends of mine who were heavy on the left and i got a lot of friends and mostly like i would say like older people that are if anybody who's like heavy on the right and 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 everybody just says outlandish shit, and it's it's almost mm. as though everything, you know, uh, everything nice that happens it happens because of my party, and everything evil you see in the world is, is because of the other party that 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 I don't follow, and I think that's ridiculous. It's just refreshing when you can get into a room with people that go, they all suck, they all suck, and they all they all do good things and they all do bad things, right. and it's like i just i don't think there is one right answer and to and, and and to say that your party does everything good is is wrong just like saying everything in this relationship that's right is me and everything that's wrong it's mm-hmm. you and alan watts said this i love alan watts i don't know if you listen to him much but he's like this spiritual he's he's passed many years ago but he's like the spiritual uh um like english guy and like okay. study yoga and all that stuff like okay. uh, very good speaker and um buddhism shintoism all that stuff and um he was talking about you know like one's inner shadow of of like uh talking about like carl jung's thing of uh to say you know there is the evil it's over there it's not in me and if the evil is not in me then it must be in you and you're the reason everything's wrong with the world to me i just see that as people who are completely blind to this inner darkness that exists in all of us and i think and i don't even mean that on a personal level what i mean is that's as a representation of realize this because you're identifying with your political party at that point so just and saying there's nothing wrong with me is essentially saying 
there's nothing wrong with my political party. We right. don't do anything wrong. We have the best in mind for everybody around us. The evil's over there on your side. And everybody's saying the same thing on either side. And again, there's nothing nuanced about that. And, yeah. and like, you know, what, what is better um, to, you know, worry about climate change, which I think is an extremely pressing issue to mm -hmm. say the very least or is it to give the livelihood back to americans who've lost so much during this pandemic i don't know well, yeah like i mean there's just so many problems and and, and another alan watts thing i really like he had this 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 excerpt on youtube this little thing is called imitation virtues and i've mentioned this more than once on this podcast but it's just it's so relevant to me that um you know one of my favorite phrases the road to hell is paved with good intentions and like, you know, in trying to do something good, a lot of times that raises a lot of complications that you may not have realized Road to hell is paved with good intentions. Yes. And like, and, I, and this isn't, this has even happened to me with students, like in trying to help somebody so much, you end up crippling them. And so it's like, what is the right thing to do? Is it to, my glasses are going, um, glasses with a mask is like the worst. I, yeah. Like tell foggy. me, yeah. Tell me about it. I know. And, um, so let's say we do give, you know, universal health care to everybody. Um, okay, I'm not saying that is inherently a bad thing, but what if this really hikes up taxes for a lot of people that may not necessarily be able to afford that or don't have a choice for that? And I was at the, when the, the height of the pandemic when the grocery store's shelves were empty. Um, I was with my friend at a Trader Joe's in Studio City, and we were in line waiting to go inside because they were lining up, and there was this old Russian lady who um with the the head wrap the headscarf and everything like russian yeah. and probably had one of those dolls with other dolls in yeah it. and she uh was saying like you know people think that you know this will never happen but this is how it starts and this is how it was like in russian they ration the food out and you know that's what the communist state is like and you don't really have much choice in anything mm -hmm. and it first come first serve and it's like and i'm extremely grateful to be in this country because it's it's not pretty when it goes the other right. way and i think just people have to keep that in mind you yeah, know it's easy to lose track. do you think that at some point i mean obviously this is a very i'm not i'm not trying to I make this correlation this... but do you, I, okay so like how we talked about earlier and uh, like looking back on germany right mm. like yeah they had some good ideas mm. like but but the <laughs> execution was terrible everything was bad um and, and and do you think that like looking back on it this time period people not will look at us in the same light because that's a very different yeah but in the sense of like some of the shit that's going on here is is either uh, for for how one he's handling everything how you uh -huh. know sure 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 like certain things are not being taken away but like censorship is starting to happen do you think like this is the beginning of what we'll look back in 50 years and be like this is kind of when it started or do you think that we're actually still staying it's, a relatively free country it's, this is just it's like possible i think because i don't it's, and here's the other thing the way technology is rapid rapidly accelerating who knows what that's even going to put us like in 10 years and because technology is increasing at a at a greater rate now than it was even 20 years ago, especially 50 years ago, especially 100 years well, yeah, ago. Yeah, because as your technology advances, your technology advances. It's it, For the it, next it, advance. It, it, it accelerates, exactly. And and so I, I think it's really hard to say. I think it's very hard to say. But it's regardless, it's not a good path to go down. And I don't – and hopefully we don't go down it much further. <laughs> and at the same time – Toxic capitalism, I think, is a very real thing, too. Like, and trust me, I'm all about, you know, make your own business, make your own money. 
of course like me like with my own business of course but you know there is something to say about when you know gavin newsom doesn't have to pay you know does some financial gymnastics and mm. you know all about that and 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 Dude, the loopholes the that loopholes. are allowed for taxes and yeah and, and how he had his winery open on fourth of july weekend for everyone else and everyone and else everybody else had to close down. it's just it's 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 unbelievable and like the tax breaks you can get and if you well, just move this f- money here and there and a lot of people forget he was I mean, I don't. I honestly don't know a lot about him, so I don't have any issues. I don't know but a lot I know either. a lot. I know what I do know is he wasn't very liked when he was the mayor of San Francisco. Really. And for some reason, that resonated to becoming the, the, the governor, the governor of mm-hmm. the state. But for me, when this first happened, he was very proactive. Well, no one is more proactive than the fucking sign language person. You ever seen the sign language oh, person? Oh, every time. Like, yes. boom, 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 and like, whoa, yo, like so. He's he was super proud. He was like, "All right, this is these are our these are our stages of opening up. Stage one, stage two, stage three. I will." And he was doing like almost press conferences every day. I don't know if you remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It's not happening anymore. Mm. The timelines of when things are going to open up are just now. We'll see how it goes. Disneyland just got a. We don't know when you're going to open. Knoxbury Farms is not allowed to open. What They're do just think? doing food stuff. I don't know if you know that. Um, that's see that's to me I can't figure that out because as we're actually starting to get slowly away from the pandemic not go far but we're going in the right yeah, direction yeah, now yeah. the more he's closing like there's like um, at Los Angeles County the, the gyms aren't open yeah I know but you leave right outside to Ventura and mm-hmm. you go to uh, Orange County LA oh, Fitness was open I Every, see everyone's working out everyone's so there's just specific sections that he's that I don't want to say he but they are so the question is why, yeah. Why? why? Is it because population? Is it because I don't know. we have 10 million people? I'm sorry. We have 4 million people documented, 9 million people undocumented total in Los Angeles. Does that mean you have to control that widespread so you can't open things up because of the spread? Is it because um, there's been rumors where it's like, do you know how many people? 300,000 people left California. I was going to say. <laughs> do you think they just want people to leave? I do. Well, well. Making well, it just difficult to stay. And I mean, because. Especially where you live. Dude, my rent Absolutely. in that Santa Monica spot when I was in that office was, and there was nothing, nothing glamorous about that office. Right. What was it, it like? 35? 20 um, something? It was, it was, 19? it was 330 square feet. It was like a room. Oh. It was like 1200 bucks. Oh my! Oh, just for okay, 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 for like a room, okay, like a WeWork almost, like a like it's the size of one. I mean, like like a. I mean, it was private. It was our place with our keys and everything. Okay, okay. but it so was actually a pretty good price. I mean, I mean, for because, a business. But that's because that's maybe a Santa Monica good price is what. Yeah, I'm that's saying. what I mean. No, not in general. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, for Santa Monica, I was like, God damn. I um, there's a balloon store. You ever heard of Montana Avenue? Yeah, yeah. It's a very expensive. yeah. It's a balloon store. I thought I the whole t- I was like, this is a front for like they just sell crap of course. or something. Balloon store, the rent. For I think it's ninth and Montana, the lady said it was eleven thousand dollars. And this is a lot of balloons. And I was like, how many fucking balloons are you selling? Our office, because I I see our our rent checks. Yeah. Um, uh, our normal rent is sixteen thousand, and we're on Fourth and Wilshire, and right now they're charging eight thousand because the pandemic. Okay. Um, but the crazy thing is, I don't know if you had this, but when you lease a building in Santa Monica, you have to also lease. For or I mean a unit or whatever, you also have to lease for a minimum of a, a certain amount of parking spots. Well, they didn't make so, us do that. But maybe it's because it was like a small. Like, so for us, for our, we have. But we did suite. get a parking spot, and it was two hundred bucks a, a month. A month, month for the spot. Okay. So so basically, that's that for for us. We are in our, our lease. We are required to at least purchase eight parking monthly parking passes for all of for the employees. So we end up doing it for everyone. 
um, or else we can't. Dude, that's like getting a, like a like a two drink minimum when you get into a club. That right? kind of crap. And I hate that when you get the two drink minimum at a comedy store, you're just like, this is not gonna be funny. You want me to drink first, so this can be funny. So it can be funny. This yeah. is ridiculous. You should. It, it 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 increases your perceived value. And there should be a no pocket. drink minimum. Like this is, if you're that good, like <laughs> right? Oh man, yeah, I was. It's insane. It's insane. I I didn't get it. Or, I mean, this is a, a little bit different. But my car, mm. like I have a Bluetooth and USB. Yeah, I can't listen to music. Why? It's just so the Bluetooth is phone Bluetooth. Yeah, and the USB is for charging. If I wanted to access both to be music, it's an eight hundred dollar technology upgrade. So it, oh, it's, it's the premium sound package. Now, here's the thing. It's the same speakers, same everything. It's just they're literally programmed it's to read. It's just software. It's just software hack. Yeah. So you're just like, how many things are you going to just... Yeah. Hey, man, you got you to gotta, you pay to play. You got to get the you got to get this. When you get, a, when you get those nice cars. Yeah, right. Yeah, when you get yeah, well, when you get an office, when you go to my parking. Like, oh, yeah, well, you know. So the, I mean, thank the, God the, I have rent control in my building. Oh yeah. Well, the thing is, and people maybe who never been to Santa Monica, the West Side, know about this is that whatever spot you're paying is worth every penny, penny because 100%. there is no parking anywhere no. ever, no, ever, 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 ever. No, no, no. And if you have street parking, you better make sure you have it to the minute because they are sitting there waiting to give you a this, ticket. I have a story about that. I, <sighs> if there's one. The Santa Monica parking place might be the worst. They are the no, no. Actually, in California, I don't know about the country, but Santa Monica um, police for ticketing is the number one ticketed for parking or moving violations, like a parking wow. in the entire state of California. I hundred percent believe that. So one ha one time, I was at a girlfriend's house years ago in Santa Monica. This is on. I forget. I I forget the name of the street. Lincoln, maybe I don't know. But um, it's a big street. Um, yeah, I bet. And um. There was, it was like permit parking or something. Mm -hmm. So I was I accidentally went into one of those after the, the the plethora of signs. It's like solving a riddle. It is, and <laughs> and it's not in your favor. And no. if you think you can park, you're probably wrong. No, I have a handicap placker, so I literally it's a get out of jail. You can park anywhere but in a red zone. Wow, that's anywhere, worth its weight in gold. Anywhere, and I'm talking like if you park in a parking meter, they can't charge you for time because if you're handicapped, you don't. Yeah, you can take you can use your whole time getting in your car. I had I had surgery in my I had a tumor in my spine. And uh, my doctor, ever since I was, it was happened in 15 when I was in high school, yeah. I got it removed. And ever since then, he's just giving me a handicap. Hell yeah. Sorry. Go, go, go but like, yeah, so I was um, at a girlfriend's house, spent the night and wake up in the morning and there's a ticket. It was like 64 bucks. I'm like, damn, they got me. 68 now. Yeah. <laughs> it was 64 then. Yeah. And um, which is even then, like most places aren't that expensive. No, They're like 49. 40 and 50. So, yeah. 64. I couldn't believe it. So I moved my car. Well, turns out it was street cleaning that day. She just left it. Yeah, and then so and I went in for two minutes. I came back outside to get something from my car, and there was another ticket. I'm like, if I see the person who did I'm this, I will eviscerate them. <laughs> yeah. I was livid. 128 bucks like that, and I was like 21. I wasn't yeah. like loaded. Yeah. That was like a lot. I know. Yeah, absolutely. It was like two it's days. Like a day of, of work. Two days of work. Yeah. I would. That's. I was. I um. I have made. So I saw, a, I saw a thing happen. I was outside of a bar on Main Street in Venice. And this mm. is Santa Monica. It's the same Yeah. Thing. And this parking meter person is going to go give a ticket mm. to this person. Mm. And he gives a ticket. And I was like, okay, no problem. I didn't think anything of it. Yeah. And the lady comes out after the person had already driven away. And it was like a 72-year-old woman. Yeah. No handicap placard. Just, yeah. just really slow. Yeah. And she was going to be two minutes late. 
like two minutes late, and she saw that she was getting a ticket, so she started to run. Oh no! And she not hurt her knee, but you could see she like when she had stopped, she was like, oh, I was just trying not to. And I, in my head, I got so mad at that person. Obviously, the parking person doesn't know the age of this human, doesn't know yeah. anything. But it's also like, fuck you, man! Come it's like seven fifty. Like we got ten minutes until it's free parking anyway, because once it's past eight, you don't have to pay for parking. Yeah. So I was like, from this day on, anytime I see that. And I try not to carry change because the sound that change makes in my pocket actually makes me um, cringe. It's an OCD thing. Yeah. The only thing, I, the only sound that, maybe it's just because I have a laundry. The only sound I can accept in my pocket are quarters. <laughs> but if it's like dimes and nickels, I can tell the difference. And I start, broke shit. I start like, yeah, I start like fidgeting. <laughs> yeah, you throw like a peso in there, I'll die. Um, and uh, so I, I had the... Uh, oh, so you're saying change for... The the meters. Oh yeah, so I keep change in my in my pocket. So only quarters. So one time I was walking down the street, and this dude was I don't know if it was a, I think it was a dude. Yeah, I think it was a dude. And he was about to get a ticket. I didn't see him. And the guy put his little thing out. He was they get so happy when they see like they're about to give a ticket. So he hops out, gets his little thing, goes to take the boop 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 boop, and I go, excuse me, boop, twelve minutes. And he's like, is that your car? I go, no. But you can't give him a ticket. Twelve minutes. Good man. And then I was like, I was like, I was like if you have a Honda, I was like, it was a Honda. Save. I was like, if you have a Honda Civic, you got twelve minutes to go. You get a fucking ticket. It was like in front of a Virginia Ramen. I don't know if you're. Oh, yeah, that, that is. Yeah. So you were Robin Hooding. It, it was out. like, and the guy was mad. Yeah. He was mad at me. He was like, Good. "What are you affecting my job?" And when I was like, "Dude, you just like you don't understand. This could be somebody's like meal for the week, or like their food, or sixty bucks, dude. Like if you have a kid, that's that's diapers." Like Diapers are expensive, apparently. Yeah, my I have a twin, and my my twin had just had a kid. Yeah, the second kid. Yeah, and the amount of money oh god that goes into diapers, especially Damn. when you're a dipshit. No offense, um, is like insane. It's it, they they shit on everything. They then you end up using the diapers for like just you don't have any paper towels in your house. Guess what? Oh man! Like oh yeah, dude, babies are scary. I don't know how we got on that topic, but they scare the shit out of me, price wise. Yeah, not now. My friends can have kids. I'll wait. I'll, I'll sit if, here with my burrito and be like, I like food. If, like, if at all, I'll yeah. wait. I mean, that's a whole different story. I'm a little nervous about that because, like, for me personally, like, I think I'm the type of person who should not have kids in the sense where, like, at least you. Yeah, no, I like acknowledge. I, and it. I don't mean that in the sense where, like, I would be terrible to the kid. Um, I just don't see how uh, maybe it's just a maturity aspect and maybe I'll feel different like when I get older but for me the way that I am and mm -hmm. the mental issues that I feel like I have not mental like retarded but like you know just like depressed and things like that and may also not be just the best things, for a kid I don't feel like I want to be any of the reason why you may have some of the issues I have that's well, I mean, and, at least and in the sense, I know that might even sound like cowardly, but it's like, no, I no, know I some of the dark cowardly. shit I've and I don't ever want to have because because if the world gets worse, more kids are just going to start killing themselves. More kids are just going to start getting bullies. More crazy shit's going to happen. And the stuff that's happening in the world today, also with the way that I handle things. I don't want to be I don't want to be the reason why I put someone else in this world that could fuck it up. And and and, and I, I, I like maybe I, you're right. And, and I mean, at least if you feel that way, then 
that's being honest with yourself. And I mean, and maybe you'd be great at being a dad. But, I mean, yeah, but, I dress but, up but, as Spider Man and I'm constantly like doing crazy kid shit. But like, maybe that's just like as. But maybe you know, I think people fail to realize that maybe what you're saying is more noble than people thinking they yeah, should I get, have five I get, kids I, no, I get and a lot then of totally shit. screwing it up. People get mad at me when I say like I don't think I should have kids because it's like I'm not saying I won't have kids. If my if I'm married and all that, like obviously, and you, it probably just happens. You have that innate yeah. feeling to, but it's like if I really actually thought about it, am I the best reflection or representation of what I should? That's be what you have to be, and 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 that's what and, you should be. It is, but right now I'm not. Which is, and I think that's I think it's a much more matured response to that because a lot of people, and again, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. That's why I love that quote. Remember these people maybe who think they should have five kids in these huge families and end up being terrible parents. Well, which one was more virtuous? You not wanting to have kids because you think you would have maybe not the best time to have them, or them having lots of kids and screwing it all up. I, I think. Like, I mean, I mean, if I had to give an answer, I'd say the person who didn't put someone's life in jeopardy would be more responsible. But um, I think here's my thing: if I have a kid, I know that something will change innately, and you sure, become a different sure. because type the of load person. is present for you to. Right, and you, and you realize, and I know that I'm when sure. my back's against the wall, like I can do that. But if I'm talking, oh, just take that out from a actual like someone just hands you a kid. Right, I'm not. I'm. Right. I don't. I know myself well enough to say, please hand that off to somebody else who will take better, better care. Of yeah, because I'm still learning to take care of myself. Which is, I think, and and I think that's that's a really responsible thing to say because especially you know life is harder these days. Um, yeah, and like I, homes are more expensive, and it's hard to live even on your to own. Get it, to get it, to get it, it's just yeah, it's just it's not as easy these days, and that's why people are, you know, staying at home longer. And um, yeah, to not willingly want to bring a kid into that situation, yeah, very and, understandable. And that's why, like, I, I never really understood it, and I, I call it like. The, the Goggins, have you ever heard David Goggins? Oh, yeah. Oh, Called yeah, the Goggins mindset. Cause the, yeah, dude's fucking crazy. Um, wow. But it's like, it, the thing is, is how can you, actually, I forgot what I was going to say. Fuck. Goggins, uh, kids, I don't know. No, <laughs> I was going to say something about him. Oh, well, I'll remember it later. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah, I get a lot of shit about saying things like that, like, uh, or like, you know, like because it goes against social norms. But it's it's like, how is that actually irresponsible? Like, it's how not that is it's it... not irresponsible. You're just going against the general grain of society, and people tend to not like that. I mean, what's the general path most kids are shown? It's like you go to school K through twelve, you get a four year degree, you get a job, you get married, and then you live and you work for forty years yeah. and you retire. It's like, and if for some reason you want to do something different than that, there's something wrong with Great. you. Yeah. And it's, so it's like, yeah, I don't want to have kids in my twenties and get married right away. It's like, oh, there's something wrong with you. You're not doing something right. And, and I think people find comfort in structure. And, and, and repeatability and predictability. And that's most people. Yeah. Most people are like that. And I think when you go against the grain, you're looked at as strange and there's something wrong with you and you shouldn't be doing And like, who's saying you should do things that way? And also right. what I think is, I don't think families have the same necessity. I'm not saying that they're not essential. I think they're absolutely essential. But I don't think they have the same type of necessity that they did 50 years ago or 100 oh, yeah. years ago. 100%. Because, you know, you had, you, had, you had large families because, you know, maybe not all the kids would survive. I think they said like three out of 10 or 40% of cheetah cubs die or something like that. Mm. That's why they have so many cubs and so large litters because half of them are probably going to die off. Mm. That doesn't happen anymore. Health is a lot better. Food is a lot more available. Nobody really starves anymore. Education is more available, especially in a place like the United States. So right. there's not a need to have seven kids because maybe 
maybe a couple of them might die off young or maybe two of them, or maybe you're hoping that one or two of them are really smart and get a good paying job and can support the rest of the family and take care of you when you're old. It's not the same as it was nowadays. Right. So I don't think the necessity for large families is as important anymore. So the stigma that we're bringing along that you need to have this family by this age and you right. need to have this many kids it's changing. Right. And I, and I, and I think that's why I said, when you said, Oh, is, are we going to go like communist in 50 years? I think that as strange as it might seem, the advancement of technology has a lot to do with it because the reason healthcare is so much more available, quality food is so much more available, life expectancy has shot through the roof in the past right. 50, 60 years is because of technology. So um, that itself is changing the way humans change on a biological level. Mm. But the problem is, is biology takes a lot longer, longer to catch to, up yep. than technology. Mm -hmm. So, and all I can say is I just think we can't use previous predictive models to know what's going to happen now because technology has just put such a wrench in everything. Yeah, 100%. Things are different. 100%. Yeah, it was, yeah. I, I, I realize, yeah, because maybe as we get older, it'll be easier to have a kid. You can just get an iRobot. Maybe. No, but maybe it might be something like that. Something. Maybe women won't have such a short gap of fertility. Right. That's true. Maybe they can be changed something and then you can actually... I mean, and a lot of women are freezing their eggs and like freezing sperm and stuff and like, you know, right. you couldn't do that however yeah. many years ago. So like just... Yeah, knows? I don't know. That was just a weird thought I had the other... Like, I've kind of known where it's like, maybe you're just... You're not the dad guy right now. Like, this is and not... if you feel that way, then honor that. You yeah, know? I think it, that's true. You know, also, this is kind of where I struggle is like, when me saying that is like people like, whoa. Or like me, like when I say something, I'm like, oh my... My teeth is fucked up. Like, they're like, oh, you're hating. It's like, I, why is me being real uh, a weird thing? Like, why is it against the norm? Or how is it, like, it, it, I, I don't like I don't understand why it's so difficult for someone to sit there and be like, no, these are my problems and I got to fix them. I know why. Like, I can very easily sit there and, and or like, if, like in relationships, I'm like, this is my problems. I apologize. This is how I'm going to fix them. Very few people can just sit down and be like. But that's it, though. It, it, takes, it takes a lot of. It takes, but it's not hard I, to do that. I, like, I don't think about it. I think sometimes people like you and me forget that there was a time in our lives where it took a significant level of willpower to be able to look inwardly like that. Almost like we ran our marathons years ago. Yeah. We've already got that out of our system. And then, but most people haven't run those marathons yet. So when we say, hey, it's only 26 miles, it's not that bad. They're, they're like, fuck you, I'm on mile one. Exactly. Yeah, okay. And so you saying okay. that I'm, listen, why can't you just look inwardly is basically telling them, that and it makes them feel self-conscious and i'm not saying i'm not saying fuck you for doing that i'm saying right, right, right. that is why they feel bad it's like oh you, you're so this and that you're weird like you know you're so open about yourself and it makes me feel bad it's because you because what they're seeing is their inability to do that right okay yeah because i was just like what like i would always if like if i'm able to sit here and say like hey these are in not even relationships just in life My or in general it's objectively like I, this is where i feel I, I can i can come to myself and be like yo dude this is not your best this isn't you're better than like you should have and what's and then i just but yeah i guess there was definitely a point where i couldn't do that there was i wouldn't have been able but to you did that. it so long ago you forget that it's it's now reflex a yeah. part of you exactly but a lot of people a lot of most people i think are still it's step one on that path and um i guess it is hard to accept that you like especially when you get older where the stakes are higher it's harder to admit that like, this is my fault there's nobody else and i it's taking responsibility That's, it's no yeah, longer being able to blame somebody else because and think about it, everything you said about those relationships with those girls in the past was was solely predicated on the fact that they projected yeah everything yeah 
everything. I'm not the greatest person in the world either. I'm, no, I'm not saying I definitely have issues. I'm just at the same time, it's like I would never think to mentally like put that much effort into like fucking with someone. Like you know what I mean? You're like, yo, what? It's the- it's it's their weapon of choice. It's the only weapon they know how to develop. And you know, and also another perspective. It's like, God, you developed it so well. But it's true though. But another way I like to look at that, and it's very truthful, is 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 um, you know, nobody wakes up trying to be a bad person. Usually, unless you're a really evil person. Right, and then that's just probably a mental. Like you have some sort of. These are your Hitlers and Stalin's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah that's yeah. just a different level of sociopathy. Yeah. And and just male- sheer malevolence and yeah. evil, but um, you know, which is exemplified by like Voldemort in the Harry Potter series. Exactly. That Voldemort was just evil. There was nothing nice about him. He was just always evil. Yeah, there was no other side. Yeah, and um, you know, most people don't wake up in the morning trying to fuck things up. So when you see them navigating through life in that way, it's like this is the only card they know how to play. Right. They don't know anything else. They probably feel terrible every single day. They probably wish they were happier. They probably wish they could make their lives better, but they don't know how to do anything right. else. All they know is to yeah. manipulate. Manipulating is their craft. It's their trade. It's right. their profession. They don't know any other tricks. And to be able to learn the tricks of light, to learn the tricks of happiness and helping people means the death of them, their current selves. Right. And that's a scary thing. No, I mean that, and also like what you were saying earlier is like when you when that happens enough, then you become privy to seeing it before it, like while it's happening, and the light gets shine on it, and you're able to say, okay, I see that. No, exactly. You know, and and you probably wouldn't have seen that unless that shit happened to you fifty thousand times. Like you know, mm-hmm. at least me personally. And not only that, but that's why they always use light as a symbol in For movies. Good. For good and also blinding to evil, oh, yeah. you know, like vampires can't stand the light well, kind of again. thing and all that kind of stuff. And and evil is always black and dark and it's because shining light puts things on something. And and, and also the, the more you purify yourself, the easier it is to see imperfections. Right. And um, but and I like to look at it as when when there's a lot of darkness in you. um a little bit of light doesn't have much of an effect on it. No. It, it slowly you eradicate it. It's almost like the um do you remember in the first Harry Potter when the light would go through and the, it opened actually they're all stuck in these veins or vines? Oh the the and he, she shines the light snare. and then it op- literally open that's kind of what it feels like. But that's why I'm saying that's why I love these Disney and Marvel movies cuz the symbols are the same. It's funny cuz most every- people aren't getting that though. It's like but but then you think about it. that's why I love Peterson's analysis of Lion King. You have to watch it. It's, um, yeah. it's if you have the link, send it to uh, me. I definitely. Um, it's um, uh, you could show it to a five year old and they would be captivated by it. You could show it to a 30, 40, 50 year old and they'd be captivated by it. Why? And then twenty years ago or today, they're still captivated by it. And that some says something about its inherent truth. It's not right. based on a period. It's not based on a fad. It's not based on a political movement. It's not based on a Solely on a culture, even though they all use different cultures, the symbols are the same across mm-hmm. the cultures. And that's why I love you, Carl Jung stuff so much is because he was looking at all these religions and more or less what he says is like, they all say the same thing. They all have this, you know, um, symbol for that. This religion has this symbol for light. The Egyptians use this symbol as the halo. Jesus used that as the halo. Buddha used that as the halo. Mm-hmm. It's the same I literally thing put that, I, I had that concept the other day. I was like, every religion has the same Some, thing yeah, they're yeah. all very similar yeah and the only thing that changes is the messenger 
it some is call it Allah, some call it Jesus, some call it. You and know. the only difference with the messenger is just their ethnicity. But did you get the message? Like the message is usually the same. It's just it doesn't matter who gave it to you, mm -hmm. you know. And it's it's yeah, that's that's what's insane. I know, and honestly, maybe maybe that's a good point to end on. I could talk about that forever. Yeah, right. Religion, uh, <laughs> We've uh, been on it for a while. We'll save that for podcast number two, man. Yeah, right. Absolutely. <laughs> but that was great, man. Yeah, it was man. Great thank having you for you having here. me, dude. This is oh, so sorry. I could talk late. to you forever. So sorry, I could, man. It's awesome. Thanks for coming by, dude. Hundred percent, man. You're like the smartest person I've ever talked to. <laughs> it's like sitting down with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh gosh, just <laughs> without the fro and without the the, the Bosley hairline in the back. <laughs>